What's up, listener? Thank you for pressing play this week on the Jock and Nerd podcast. We've got an Oscars 2020 recap as we discuss the predictable and surprise winners of the night, the history that was made, and the crazy ceremony itself and the musical performances, and how this year's Oscars has gotten Anthony excited about watching movies. Jocktastic! Plus a full spoiler review of the Birds of Prey movie and a whole bunch more. All in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Wednesday, February 12th, 2020. This is Norm MacDonald, and you're listening to the, uh, uh, hang on, I got it here. Uh, it says, the Jock and Nerd Podcast, known for their series of gay erotica found on Amazon, huh? No? That's not that? Oh. <laughs> Well, I fucked that up, I guess. Check. Check one. All right. This is really fans out there. Let's give it up. Jock it. Be heard it. Be funny. Disturb it. Jock it. Be heard it. Spoiler alert. Hello, 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 listener, what's up? And welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we deliver comic book and superhero TV and movie news reviews and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd! My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He is the jock. And he is a nerd. Why do you say that so slow? Uh, I don't know. I just want to make sure people understand that you're really you're enunciating the, the word jock. I tend okay. to swallow at the beginning of the show. You want to enunciate. You want to say jock and nerd podcast, and then we can slur the whole rest of the show. Just right off the bat, I'm going to over enunciate. Get used to it, Anthony. Mm, All right. Sounds like you have CTE. I may have something. Concussion. Also joining us is Gotham City's newest puppet criminal crime lord. Goes by the name of White Felt on the oh, st- on the streets, but we call him Rug Boy. What's up, Rugs? Yes, this is White Felt. White Felt, the criminal mastermind, <laughs> masturbator, the masturbator, mastermind. White Felt. Look at will- the set of testes on him. Oh boy. <laughs> my balls was hot he will cut the felt right off you Rugs, yes. let me ask you this in the felty community say you were to maybe refelt yourself with like like a darker colored felt say maybe you want it to be purple felt uh would the other purple felties get mad is this is this a thing i don't really know i mean there's a lot of infighting among us puppets and uh we fight about a lot of stuff so i think that that's on the table Listen, puppets, color shouldn't matter. We like to argue. We have nothing else to do. You're all made out of felt and cotton. Can't you just get along? Who cares if he's purple and he's orange and he's white and he's yellow? Doesn't matter. Have you seen <laughs> Snuffle Up against that motherfucker is neurotic as fuck? I haven't seen him lately. Where it is, he's been hitting the crack pipe. Yeah. Oh, That's shit. Good. That's what I heard. I hope you get better. He's, just, he's an elephant that wants to forget. Yes, That's what he's trying. Snuffle Up against, I hope you uh, recover. Get him to rehab. Anyways. Let's get to the geek news, you felty bastards. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. Really, the only big thing that happened this week that actually there's a lot of fun things to dive into. The 92nd Annual Academy Awards. The Oscars uh, aired this last week and 
Uh, DC nabs some Oscars. Oh, shit. The Joker movie takes home a pair of trophies. Joaquin Phoenix wins for best actor. And the score won this lady's name who did the score, Hildur. Oh, this is hard. Hildur Gudenadotter. Can you read that? It's like a. A fin- Finland name? Swedish? Gudnadadir. Gudnadadir. Hildur Gudnadadir. That's a pretty, I think that's right. She won the Oscar for Best Original Score, and she is the first woman to win that award. So, lot of good, lot of good things. Uh, Anthony, did you guys actually watch? Did anybody watch this? I watched some of it. Yeah. I watched the, uh, yeah, the last three big awards. You know, they went hostless again, like they did last year after the whole yeah. Kevin Hart debacle. But for some reason, the show is still three and a half hours long. <laughs> because yeah. it takes longer because you have a host. You have, you have a presenter yeah. that's presenting a presenter. Yes, why do they do and this? And they present another presenter. Oh, so it's oh, like shit. the Russian dolls yeah. of presenters. Yeah. I've heard someone say it in some review, but it was that's that's exactly what it was. They also need to realize they're not the Grammys. I don't understand the amount of performances. You got musical performances, surprise yeah, musical music, performances. Yeah. I mean, I thought the Janelle Monet opening number was, was kind of fun. But then right after that, instead of presenting an award, they bring out Steve Martin and Chris Rock to tell jokes. And then they present the person who's presenting the first award. Yeah, it's a lot of wasted time. And they there. kept doing that. They would bring out other presenters to bring out the presenters. Like, what are you doing? Uh, there's no host. It shouldn't take this long. Anyways, with this Oscars win for DC, DC has f- four movies that have won Oscars, and the Joker is in all of them. What? Yes, mm. it's true. Tim Burton's Batman took home an Oscar for Best Art Direction. Chris Nolan's The Dark Knight won for Best Sound Editing, and of course Heath Ledger won Best Supporting Actor, and then Suicide Squad won Best Makeup and Hairstyling, and now Joker. So, you guys, is Joker the Oscar bait for, for DC movies here? What's going on? Oscar mean? bait? I don't think that maybe that they were thinking about Oscars when they were making it, but I just think that uh, it worked out. I yeah. think the, you bring on Joaquin Phoenix and you make him the centerpiece of the movie, and the movie has a after Heath Ledger anyway has this kind of dark, uh, heady, mentally ill spin to it the character and not like this fanciful kind of like uh, the Cesar Romero Joker or even the Jack Nicholson one yeah um where it was like more looney tunes uh yeah you're you might broach some oscar worthy shit if you do that kind of stuff if you have an oscar winning guy and you have that kind of sh- shoes to fill after Heath Ledger like something might occur that's going to be interesting enough for the old fucks at the oscars to take notice I would say that um, it kind of was, but they the, the the whole first off, they, this is the most prestigious award DC's won. Yeah, coming up yeah, yeah. Um, but the reason that it it was this way is because they let Joaquin Phoenix do what he wanted. It's it's all Joaquin yeah, Phoenix, yeah. and they let him do his best taxi driver. They let him perform in a role where the movie combines King of Comedy with Taxi Driver, which are two Oscar nominated films, I believe. Yeah. Um, so you had all the ingredients for them to prop something up to be Oscar worthy. Yeah, it got nominated, right? Um, for more stuff, Joker. Eleven. It was the led the it led everyone. Yeah, yeah. Had the most nominations, which is crazy. So, 
But, you know, the more I think about that movie, he's not, like, really the Joker, is he? You know, we discussed. No. He's not. And no, it's it's a character study. Yeah. I, I still think, what, you know, between him and Heath Ledger, I go back and forth. But now I'm like, I think Heath Ledger's Joker is a little bit better Joker and af- actually a Joker that could, could go up against Batman. Unlike yeah. this fucking Arthur Fleck could never go up against Batman. Well, I, I would push back on this Joker being better as well because... Although Joaquin Phoenix is amazing, I can't take that away from him. He is doing a taxi driver impression. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Heath, in my opinion, was doing something maybe a little bit more original. Yeah. So maybe not original, but he was taking stuff from the comics that we hadn't seen on screen. It's somewhat debatable, but I think that we're picking it. I mean, they're both great performances. They're both good. I mean, yeah, I think Heath Ledger was coming at it from some weird other weird thing. I think he was doing something with Tom Waits or something, you know? Right. It's channeling him a little bit. It is haunting. And, uh, it's, I mean, I think it's well-deserved and he won all like the awards leading up to this. He won best actor, which is why this, the results of these Oscars this year were mostly very predictable, but there was, no? there was a couple of upsets. I, I would, well, a couple of big we'll get upsets. Into it, but yeah, we'll get into there it. was some big, I mean, there's in looking at the history, a lot of the stuff that did win yeah. for best picture yeah. and best, uh, screenplay and all that didn't obviously win in this one it wasn't the favorite yeah so yeah. but like joaquin winning everything he was like he's gonna be a shoe in for this and he gets it uh avengers endgame uh loses its visual effects oscar to 1917 hmm. which same thing happened with infinity war and we know why it's like the you know the more seamless like the less it looks like special effects the more the academy seems to like it you know i got a uh hot take from someone else's hot take okay so it's not my hot take. <laughs> a semi. <laughs> I listen to yes. the Ringer. Um, they have a podcast called The Big Picture. Yeah, yeah. And this guy, one of the hosts, was that someone had asked, funny, like a trying to be funny. In five to ten years, will Josh Brolin win an award for his Thanos performance that no one recognized at this Oscar? Because yeah. there's always that that running joke that the Oscars realizes things too late, yep. reward things too late. Yep. And then the the host actually had a serious take. He goes, I'm going to have a serious take on this. In 20 to 25 years, they'll do something at the Oscars that recognizes maybe the achievement of Marvel. Yes, like comic book movies or something. Yeah, like not necessarily give them an award, but just go an acknowledgement. Like, this was actually much more difficult than anyone thought it would be. Yeah. And no one appreciates it until much later. Yeah. And his point was, like, these good B movies that are summer popcorn flicks yeah. they always actually looked are looked upon fondly and he pointed back to the westerns of yeah. the 50s and 60s yeah. that like everyone now goes like those were They're great like, those were great for its time yeah. like we really look back on those things as a real a big accomplishment and he was saying that avengers and 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 marvel in general everyone will look back on that eventually and go you know these were actually like good movies and they made they were able to tell an interconnected story across 20 films and that's difficult and there are other franchises that failed so we should give this some sort of credit. And the other point he made was the people that are making these Marvel films, like such as a Ryan Coogler, yeah. Taika Waititi, um, James Gunn, whoever else they decide to hire, a lot of these people might end up as people in the Academy that have Oscars to their name. Yeah. They're going to be the ones voting on this stuff eventually. Yeah. So that's a- not my, my not so hot take because I stole it from someone else. <laughs> that, that makes a lot of sense yeah. though. Yeah. I, I just don't. I think now we're in that era where we don't. We're not gonna the Oscars and people in general like Martin Scorsese, 
we're not necessarily going to look at this with appreciative lens right now. I thought it was ironic, though, that Martin Scorsese came out against comic book movies. And then the comic book movie, uh, a comic book movie got the most nominations ever. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, a comic book movie that was copying his, his movies. movies. <laughs> right, yes. right, right, right. Yeah. So it was like Inception of of uh, of Scorsese. It's full circle. <laughs> it was full circle. Uh, listener, let us know what you thought about the show and Joaquin winning. Join our Facebook group, Jock and Nerd Nation. Uh, just search it out and answer the questions, and you will have a lot of fun geeking out with us and all of our listeners. So uh, Avengers Endgame makes history in one sense. Uh, because it didn't win that visual effects uh, Oscar. It is the first movie that actually became the highest grossing movie of all time uh, that didn't win anything. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Meaning every other movie that's been the highest grossing movie of all time has at least won something. Going back to Gone with the Wind and Titanic and Avatar, uh, Endgame now, The King at uh, with the numbers, and gets nothing. So what does this mean moving forward also anthony your point is interesting because taika this is already happening taika waititi won best adapted screenplay for jojo rabbit and now he's not so sure he wants to direct a star wars movie anymore and he's being quite blunt about it speaking to variety they Hmm. asked him and this is his quote he goes i think people see me hanging out with people especially with star wars and think i'm having some big discussions about it i would fucking love to if it was right i'd want to do any kind of movie if it made sense and if it felt not like career suicide oh shit so this this is how much these star wars movies are kind of like well i wouldn't do it i want to do it look at ryan johnson yeah all right, Ryan Johnson directed one of the most like divisive Star Wars films ever, Last Jedi, and then he comes out with Knives Out, yeah, which was a very good film, yeah. and then everybody was now back in his corner, He's getting the sequel, yeah. So and, and Knives Out, there was a lot of buzz around that not getting a nomination, as if it should have at least been in in the picture, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it; it was pretty good. Yeah, I gotta see you it. Know, I, I actually enjoyed it a, a lot. Crazy cast. So uh, yeah, I mean. It does harken back to like a clue type movie. Yeah. Mm. It's not not that complicated really. But um yeah. It's no Kaiser Soze, which is the But it's trying it's movie. trying to do usual suspects kind of like uh, a mystery way, but not really. Yeah. Oh, I got to see. Ta- Taika doesn't need Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars needs him. Star Wars needs him. And I'm surprised the Academy gave him this Oscar. For for a, a Hitler imaginary Hitler friend movie. Did you see Jojo Rabbit? I've not seen any it. of you. No. Okay, no. I I did. Yeah. And look, it's a very interesting way of doing. It's 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 kind of like his signature style, where he kind of does like a, a Quentin Tarantino esque type thing, where it's everything through his lens. Yeah. Right. So Quentin Tarantino has a certain way of looking at the world, and he brings all of his knowledge of film and everything into it. I don't think that uh, Taika's quite as versed in like all of this crazy B movie stuff that he, that Quentin Tarantino's obsessed yeah, with. Yeah, but he and all has of his own influences yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. his are, his influences are, are are less tangible. I see. But it's all like, all right, you're, you 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 have Germany, but they're in the middle of the war, but they're all talking like modern people. Yeah, saying like you know Hitler's saying like, yeah, well, you know, what's up, man? Yeah, you know, like yeah. whatever. So. It's funny and it's weird and it's almost like uh, its own thing. And I feel like that that and the comic book movies and franchise films don't go together. Yeah. 
And that's why I thought Thor Ragnarok was a little bit too weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that this is more his wheelhouse. He, he's the movie's better. Like Jojo Rabbit is way better than Ragnarok. Well, I mean, he's one of those guys where where you watch the movies and you're in their head. You know, you really learn a lot yeah. about him, like a Tarantino uh, yeah. and some of these other guys. So I always love that, and you you don't want to yeah. suppress that. What we do in the shadows is probably yeah. one of the funniest movies I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, see, that's like hmm. vampires and comedy. So, yeah. So and that's Taika's first like big movie that he ever made. Yeah. Um, and now it's a TV show. And uh, I forgot which uh, Showtime, I think. Yes. And everyone's been raving about the show, too. And I still got to catch up on all these things. I got to watch. Yeah. Them. I mean, you're wasting your time with stupid shit. I you know. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> I, need, I need to start watching better movies. Yes. That, was, that was one of the takeaways I, t- yes. I got from watching the Oscars. I need to start watching some of these movies. Well, I, I love I love watching movies. And, as I said, it's probably why I'm so critical on comic book movies and superhero because I watch all movies. And especially weird shit, like experimental stuff, foreign language films. I, li- I like to watch as much stuff as I can. So when I'm looking at a movie, especially like these genre films and these superhero films, I've seen like, okay, there's, w- w- why are they doing like this cookie cutter stuff? Yeah. That seems like, and, and the, and comics aren't really that cookie cutter. Like comic books have things that they don't never do in the movies. So I just really am like, you have the source material to do all this other cool stuff. But you don't do it because it's like this Hollywood studio bullshit, like where they make everything related in a film, or, or like it's always someone's brother or the neighbor. Things gotta the, tie the, back to everything's all yeah. tied together, and I'm like, wow, that, that just makes it so formulaic and and contrived. And so a lot of these movies that aren't following that pattern are more interesting, and uh, that's why I love to watch as much uh, different kinds of film as possible. Um, the Oscars this year had a lot of great movies. Yeah, I was going to say, the 10 Best Picture nominations are all solid, really good movies. This, well, this year was nine. Oh, there was nine only this year. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, so interesting. They, but let, let me, so let's get into this, Ruggs. Um, you've, the only one you haven't seen is Ford versus Ferrari? I might be one or two I haven't I, I didn't see the Harriet Tubman movie either. Well, that one I don't think was uh, no, nominated. The Best Picture nominees were 1917. You seen it, Ruggs? Saw it. Irishman, we all saw that. Jojo Rabbit, you just said you saw, saw it. it. Joker, we all saw that. Saw that. Little Women. Did not see that. Marriage Story. Saw it's on it. Netflix. Everyone can watch that. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. We reviewed that saw with it. Mike Rips. Parasite. And Parasite. And Ford versus Ferrari, which I want That's to see. The, that, those two I didn't see. Little right. Women and Ford versus Ferrari. So you've seen all You've those seen movies. a lot of these. So this was the kind of the big upset you know, as the night went on. We did a poll at work, Anthony. Uh, yeah. Picking all the winners, I came in third. I had eighteen out of twenty-four. Hmm. Um, Parasite was the thing that fucked me up because well, everyone was the the hype coming into this that I'd read and noticed was that the type of film that's going to win the Oscar is nineteen seventy. Yes, a war yeah, movie, and I would agree with that. I think that that should have won. Wow. Okay. Wow. Really? Yeah. So you're, so you're the first person that I've that is that, I, that I trust that said. 1917 or because i look i saw parasite before the hype Mm -hmm. yeah when there was no hype and i thought it was really good and i thought it was interesting but i also thought it was um wacky like okay the the way that they ended this film is obviously so 1917 is this movie about these two soldiers that have to get from a to b without getting killed and the camera follows them in one continuous shot the whole time, or it's made to look like that. 
Right. And that's such a feat of, and so visceral, it puts you like you're one of them with them this whole time. The thing I can compare it to is like if you're playing like uh, Call of Duty or something and you're, you know, you're going through the campaign yourself. So everything you're seeing, it's what it feels like. Yeah, it's like first so person. It's like, yeah. So even though like Saving Private Ryan, maybe you set the blueprint for that. This was like going an extra mile. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, with wartime photography and stuff like that. And um, it was art, very artistic in the way it was shot. And it was uh, had a lot of like, you know, j- crazy shit that happened and visually. That was interesting experiences that you go through. And Parasite, um, it was very conventional of a film. Really? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just like, um, it, don't get me wrong. It's it's brilliant. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's a bunch of people talking. Hmm. That's it. You know, so. Uh, so, and also 1917, a movie about World War One. Not a lot of people make big budget movies. Not a lot of people know well, about the let first. Me, let me ask a question real quick. And I, you had hinted at this earlier, but you still you've seen seven out of the nine. Mm-hmm. Was this a particularly strong class of Oscar nominees? Um, well, Did you feel like all a, the, you all got the movies? Once Upon a Time, which was very very good. Yeah. Um, you had 1917, which is amazing. Parasite was very good as well. Um, so like just those, those, those three right there, the Irishman, like we all saw it. It was good. Very good. It I was, thought it was very good. We, we had some, there's some problems here and there, but for the most part, the performances were good. And there was some like old man pretending to be whatever young, <laughs> they should have edited that kick out. Really? They should have edited that. <laughs> done it better. Like, I can't believe it was done that bad. So there's some things that stick out for me in that movie that where I was like, okay, there's, there's some editing that could have been done that would have made this movie better. Um, what else did, did I miss? Uh, Marriage Story, I've heard a lot of hype about. Marriage Story was very good, but I mean, I, other than the acting performances, it's like we've, there, okay, I'll tell you what's really good about Marriage Story. The villain in this movie is the lawyers. Oh, uh, and she, right. Laura Dern won uh, Best Supporting Actor yes. for the lawyer role. So it's about a couple that is breaking up, and then as soon as the lawyers get involved, it goes to another level. And um, they're never presented as the bad guys, but if there is a bad guy in a, in this movie, it, it, it's got to be the lawyers. Mm. So uh, that was kind of a brilliant take. And I think it was like a remake of Kramer versus Kramer, oh, which is really? another divorce yeah, movie. Yeah. No, that is smart not to pick, make you pick sides with the couple. Yeah, and I think Noah Baumbach, he, it was like a, a autobiographical thing of his divorce that he yeah. went through. With Greta... Uh, no, I think he's with Greta now. Oh, gotcha, Greta so Gerwig, per- person right. before Greta Gerwig. Right, oh. two two people that had Oscar nominations. Yeah, she was not. Oh, she was and, little little women. Well, she was snubbed for director, is what a lot of people right. were saying. Uh, I'll tell you about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. If you're a Quentin fan, you love this movie. I've heard a lot of people have walked out of this movie because literally it's just Brad Pitt and Leo hanging out for like two hours, and then it's a, this build up to this crazy ending. And it's all you have to stay to the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are and, like, I just I like Parasite is is Parasite is um more compelling that than than than, than that Hollywood. for some people. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh but it also has a bonkers ending as well. So where would you well let me ask yeah. you this. Where would you so you nineteen seventeen is your number one? Yeah, just because it's visually an experience. Where does Parasite rank? It's I don't know. It, it kind of goes it's in your Oscar me, nominees. For me, I would say because we've seen Tarantino shit before yeah. um, and we haven't seen uh, 
I mean, I love this guy. I love Bong John Hoon, whatever his Bong name is. Joon Ho. Bong Joon Ho. Great speeches, by the way. Yeah. Um, Bong Joon Ho. I, I love the host. And I, he did I like Snowpiercer, Snowpiercer and he did Oakja on Netflix, yeah. which is pretty good. So those are there. They're good. Those movies are good. So anyway, the point is, is that this movie was was great. It was entertaining and it had a, a social message to it. And uh, but I, if I were to describe what the movie is about to you, you wouldn't be like, oh, that's that's it. That, that's interesting. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. look, like if I were to tell you exactly like a plot, uh, just a, a brief plot synopsis yeah. of what the mo- what happens in the movie. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, that's what it's all about. Yeah. That's what all the hubbub is about. Yeah. Hmm. And just like if I explain Once Upon a Time yeah, in Hollywood. same thing with that movie. If you tell yeah. someone that movie. So they're very beat, similar like, in that. Yeah. They're very similar in that respect. Yeah. They're both movies. If you were to describe it, it wouldn't seem that. I mean, there is. I think that the story of Parasite's a little bit more compelling than Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, but they're pretty much tied for me. I, w- I need to rent <laughs> that. Right. Let's talk about Bong Joon-ho. This motherfucker breaking records, making history on Oscar night. Uh, Parasite winning Best Picture becomes the first international feature to Formal ever do so, uh, which is crazy. Bong Joon-ho won four Oscars that night. Oh, shit. Being the first person to win four Oscars in a single night since 1953 when that feat was pulled off by one Walt Disney, you may have heard of him. Uh, <laughs> nobody has won four in a night. And uh, I did not know this is the 100th year of Korean cinema. There's a lot of fucking good Korean cinema out there Yeah, uh, that I'm hearing about. Stuff like Train to Busan. And, um, Great. Yeah. And, but I will, that's I will, huge. I will say it's that, um, at least from the perspective of people that I've listened to, this this movie winning wasn't like a a crash or a green book yeah. from last year yeah. where people are going to look back in the scope. The wrong movie really fucking won. Yeah. Like it like, so in that sense, it is historical. Also just keep uh, from what I've read, the Academy is growing is a lot more international yeah. now. Yeah. So I think 40% is the stat wow. I read that are of the Academy is now international. It's like 8,000 over 8,000 people that, so, that vote on these. It is a huge moment, yeah. I think, for uh, for Asian hopefully. cinema, for Korean well, I'm cinema. I'm glad it won. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad it won. I think that people should see that movie. It was uh, was very good, and uh, make up your own mind about it. I think that you'll probably enjoy it. The, the take I read or heard was the reason. I mean, it, people being cynical, but the reason this one is because Roma didn't win last year. Yes, and they are, they always have these international movies being nominated. Yeah, Roma was a bore fest. Yeah, hmm, there you go. See, I haven't seen yeah. I haven't seen like, any of these. Roma, <laughs> I watched a lot of it, and I just couldn't make it through. I was just mm. like, all right, I'm like I'm not really. They want you to be embroiled in this family, yeah, and this this woman who works for the family, but I just was like, okay, it's taking really long, and I'm not really. Uh, I, I, I and not only that, but like. I kind of saw the writing on the wall. I was like, okay, something's terrible is going to happen to this person. Yeah. And uh, I think she gets pregnant at some point or whatever. So I'm like, something, and I'm like, I don't want to see this. And so like, I, I got kind of checked out. But mm. Parasite was like, I had no, no idea where it was going to go. Mm. I'm like, I okay, see, what's going to me, happen? It looks like it's like a weird horror movie, but it's not, is it? From uh, what I, I can't, no. Uh, I would describe it as a, this is what I've heard. Yeah. I'm, correct me if I'm wrong. I would describe it as a poor family 
trying to make their way into a rich family and something really weird happens. See, it's kind of like a like a Jordan Peele like get out class based struggle something. That's what it seems like to me. I don't know. Well, this the thing that happens. Yeah, don't spoil it. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> yeah, the thing that happens isn't what you think. It, okay. It's not going to be as like it's not like uh like get out where you find out it's this huge conspiracy. Okay. Like okay. That. It's just something that you wouldn't expect. All right. Okay. I'm going to check and, it out. I'm going to read the subtitles. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to check my, it out as well. My sister is actually learning Korean for some reason. This girl just like does picks up things and she's like, "I'm going to learn Korean now." I'm like, "Okay." Wow. I think people should watch this movie. It's good and it it is Oscar worthy. It should be in the conversation definitely. Yeah. Um 1917 I just felt like was a more even though it's we've done we've beaten this fucking shit to death the, the World War 1 yeah. movies and stuff like that. We've seen enough of this shit, but I just I was fucking blown Nobody away. Nobody makes by World it. War One movies. They always make World War Two movies. We forget right. about the first one. You might be bored by it though if you watch. Nineteen Seventeen. I can imagine Anthony looking at his phone. Like, no, but just the technical. I've seen some behind the makings of, and just the technical aspect of it doesn't. You're following them, and it doesn't cut away. Yeah. Is, is fascinating so, to me. Um, there was also when the nominations get out, they they were getting a lot of backlash of that doll. Ever it was like white and male. So I think it's also a little bit of a a, a reaction to that. Uh, giving it to well, Parasite. Yeah. So I, I told you guys I went into a deep dive. Yes. On Oscars. Yeah. So I, I was reading about all the, the movies that won that shouldn't have won. Yes. So I wanted to just throw a all couple right. at you. For example. For example, uh, one of the ones on the list was in 1976, Rocky won. Yeah. Stallone wins an Oscar, the first, his won, first movie. He won movies that it was up against, All the President's Men. Bound for Glory, Network, and Taxi Driver. Wow! So, beat and they those give it movies. to Rocky. That well, you also uh, you got to think about what the country, where the country the was at the time. One of those time. movies that I think I've seen is Network. Yeah, what about Taxi, Taxi, Dri- Dri- oh, Taxi, Taxi Driver? Taxi Driver. Another one that this this one I think is universally regarded yeah. as one of the worst yeah. winners was Crash. Yeah. Um, that movie was horrible. It's not right. The movie, the movie that everyone thinks should have won yeah. that year was Brokeback Mountain. But the Academy, uh, think, everyone thinks the Academy had something they, against they weren't gonna the give gay. It. Yeah, they were going to give it to the boyfriend movie. Yeah, that was 2005. They're always... Um, yeah. Where's the Swax one? Sorry. Well, the Academy members are changing. We can 2002, you know, the musical called Chicago won. Wow, Chicago won Best Picture? Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, was, I mean... What did it that was up right. against Gangs of New York, oh, The Hours, The Lord of the Rings, Two Towers, and The Pianist. Everyone thinks wow. either The Pianist or The Two Towers. Yeah. So there's that one. They waited that till was a, but the pianist was Roman Polanski, wasn't it? No, no, was it? It was Harvey. Ke- you saw Harvey Keitel's yeah, ass. Oh, it was Polanski. Yeah, so he had a lot of fucking. Yeah, they're not giving it to him. No, they're not going <laughs> to give it to him. And then Lord of the Rings, I think, wins them the third time out. 1998. Yeah, this is a bad one. Shakespeare in Love wins. Ugh, that movie. I, that, the movie that everyone thinks yes. should have won is Saving Private Ryan. Sa- Shakespeare in Love beat out Saving Private Ryan? What yeah. the fuck? Get the fuck out of here. Here's another one. 94, Forrest Gump wins. Yes. Two movies that people think should have won. Pulp Fiction. Oh. Shawshank Redemption. Josh, oh, oh, Shawshank. That's, tough. that's a fucking masterpiece. That's a masterpiece. I, I got. I got uh, they love Tom Hanks, though. They'll give Tom well, Hanks all day more, long. Two more. All right. Um, 1990. Yeah. Dances with Wolves wins. Yeah. Movies that came out that year Awakenings, Ghost, The Godfather Part 3, and Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Goodfellas, Goodfellas. should have definitely won that one. 
Yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's so interesting That's a because look at the like, even here. You know, Tom Hanks playing Mister Rogers uh, did not win. He was beaten out, and I loved Bong Joon Ho's speech when he won Best Director because he beat out Martin Scorsese, Todd Phillips, Sam Mendes, Quentin Tarantino. But in his speech, he's like. Martin, I've studied your movies. Quentin, thank you for putting me on lists and promoting my movies. Like he looked up to him, and this guy uh, wins over them. It was it was a crazy moment. I got one more Scorsese snub. Okay, did he ever win a fucking Best Picture? He won one for The Departed. Oh, that's right. That's later. right. That's right. But uh, in nineteen eighty, Ordinary People wins. That's a, I like that movie. Same year, though, sad. Raging Bull comes out. Oh shit! Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. See, the, Scorsese got screwed a lot. He got screwed a lot. Constantly <laughs> dominated. Listen, when you're a fucking, he's a dark horse. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't doing studio shit. Yeah. Yeah. He was fucking cutting his own path. And that's why people are like, oh, shut the fuck up, old man. But like, no, he had the balls to fucking do it. <laughs> this OK yeah. Boomer guy was the first guy to to, to go against but the studio imagine system. Imagine all those films and the one that wins an Oscar is The Departed, the which Departed. is a very good movie. But yeah, Leo. Brad, not on the level of home of those other ones. I, I'm, put out. I'm happy that Brad Pitt won for uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That, yeah? That was, you uh, deserve that one? Yeah, that was kind of predictable. A lot of those were going in where... I mean, who else was he up against for support? Uh, for supporting... Where is it? He was up against... Yeah, I got it. Act- Tom Hanks. Oh, yes. Anthony Hopkins, Al Pacino, and Joe Pesci. Wow. Wow. That is a tough... Oh, man, group. that's tough. Holy shit. <laughs> Pitt, Pacino, Pesci, Hopkins, and funny, Hanks. Funny thing about the Irishman, Pacino and Pesci get nominated for supporting actor, yeah. but no love for uh, Robert De Niro. At all for best actor. For the, being the lead. Or, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Netflix only won one. They had like 24 nominations. They, yeah, this was the. Uh, they were. Netflix was really hoping yeah. that this would be the year they, they break through yes. and get a, a big Oscar win. And they but it, it's did. coming. Yes. They, well, they yeah. had the two popes, and so Anthony Hopkins was from that. Yeah. Two, they had two popes. Marriage they got story. Marriage I saw story that and movie as well. How's that? Two popes. Any good? It sounds boring. I, I shouldn't. <laughs> That's too many popes. I don't. I don't think it's an Oscar film. Yeah. <laughs> I think if you add another pope, I may watch it. But it definitely. I mean, I, I felt compelled to watch it, so I watched it. So let me ask you something real quick, Rugs. What what prompts you to watch these films? Like, do you read about it and go, "I'm going to see I love that"? Movies. So you just I, see everything. I, if I even get like a whiff that the movie's going to be interesting, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I I I try and check it out. So do you hear like? This won an award at some indie festival or something like that, or like how do you know? How do you catch the whiff? Is what my what I would ask. Well, I'm always knee deep in fucking movie shit all the time. So, uh, if I there's a director that I like, mm. or if there is uh, like Sam Mendes, I, I I like all of his movies. All right, so right. or there's a uh, Pedro album album. I can't even say his name. Album Alvadar, whatever. He does all the fucking movies with uh, uh the Spanish movies. Yeah. So. I love all of his fucking shit. So, like, all of these directors, and if I even just know that, like, like the guy Bong Joon Ho, yeah. <laughs> he did The Host, yeah, right. and I love that movie, and I love Snowpiercer. So I was like, I was gonna watch this movie regardless. You know what gotcha. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just I'm a director person, and if you can, back in the day, if a director did a movie and you liked his stuff, you can look forward to trying to just watch his next movie and see what he does next yeah. and hopefully takes you in a different direction, a different story. Now it's not, there's still like p- directors that do that. Um, and I, so I tend to follow directors 
I tend to follow actors. I tend to just, if it just the, the subject matter intrigues me. I'll, uh, I mean, the, the two popes I wanted to watch because I was like, oh, this is interesting. I wonder what the fucking, I love looking inside the Vatican and see what's going on in that place. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? Are they fucking eating pizza? Like, what are they up to over there? Are they watching soccer games? Are they drinking some wine back there? <laughs> Blue popes do. Yeah, what They're are they fucking up to? It's interesting to me. Dope I find it fascinating, popes. so I'll watch that. Well, and like Ford versus Ferrari it was like a true story, and like, oh, I want like, to watch a crazy that. I just story. haven't gotten, yeah. uh, I haven't gotten my hands on it. Yet, Everyone but. said that's the ultimate dad movie. Oh, really? It's yeah, a gear, like, oh, gearhead you watch car with movie. your dad. Yeah, gearhead. Yeah, I mean, yeah, all, I'll totally. Watch all these it. movies also are like ninety nine, ninety eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. They're all. It, it seemed like from what I've everything I've read and talked to with uh, different people that this was a particularly strong class. Solid, solid yeah. year. I mean, I've, I've watched a lot of movies that are not Oscar worthy too, so it's not all of them are going to be uh, humdingers. Like I've, I've, I've sat through a lot of bullshit. Did you guys catch uh, the surprise Eminem performance of a song from seventeen years I heard ago? About that that he won I didn't an understand Oscar? it. Yes. What was that about? He won the Oscar, but he never performed. So he does lose yourself, which won won an Oscar like seventeen years ago, but he didn't go to that ceremony because at the time he was like, "Fuck you, Grammys." They didn't get him, and he's like, "There's no way." They're going to give me a fucking Oscar. So he just didn't go because he didn't think he would win. Uh, but after that, you got like that. The song It's hard out there for a pimp. One's a fucking a lot of hip hop and fucking uh, good songs have been winning Oscars after that. Uh, but he just like I did not expect him to pop up singing Lose Yourself. I was like, holy shit. Oh, what the fuck? Did you like the music that got nominated for the Oscars? Uh, what what were the songs? I don't know. That Frozen 2 song was horrid. There was then there's a so there's a, a it was. Elton John song. I was like, song. good. Well, I was surprised for that Joker won best original score. I don't even remember the score. I don't remember Joker. the music much. It was, uh, yeah. You just remember Gary Glitter. Yeah, I remember the Gary Glitter music and Dancing on the Stairs. That, that was weird, though. I didn't re-watch it, obviously, yeah. live, yeah. other than the last three big awards. Yeah. But I heard Eminem perform. I'm going, why is he performing a song from <laughs> yes. 17 years ago? You could see reactions from, like, Billie That's Eilish really and Adina Menzel, and they're like, what the fuck is going on? They're like, who's this old guy? Why is he up here? Why is he up here? Why is he But, dude, he killed it. It was a good performance. He's fucking him. I did I did read one tweet that was kind of funny, also, although kind of trying to be a little shit stir. Yeah. They're like, there's nothing like uh, being progressive at the Oscars and then bringing a guy that liberally used the F word, <laughs> gays, uh, back in his day when he's now performing this song from back at Listen, that time. Eminem's career is still well, strong. Well, then you got... You got Joaquin Phoenix's speech saying you can't fucking hold people accountable for shit that yeah. they did in the past. Yeah, he's, like, gotta, he's like, I was a scoundrel. He's like, I was got, bad. We got we to gotta walk yeah. together towards redemption is basically his Yeah, that was, that was interesting. I like that he quoted a line from River Phoenix too, song. Too fucking weird, though, for most people. I, I was actually with my parents, yeah. and my dad yeah. was watching the speech. First off, my dad, big-time Trump guy. Yeah. Um, was was watching it because he's like, I know these fucking actors are going to start talking about politics <laughs> yeah. and they don't know what the fuck they're oh talking about. Oh my God. And Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix starts talking. Yeah, he's yeah, like, he's oh, great. here we go. Joaquin Phoenix starts talking and my dad literally goes, what the fuck is he talking about? And just gets out of the room. Like they're, they're, His speech, I understood what he was talking yeah. about, but he's so strange he's in a weirdo. his delivery. That's why I love it. I love it. Most people aren't going to get it. No, they're not. I love it. I, it Him and Renee Zellweger both yes. were, were putting on, were well, on Renee their soapbox. Renee went down the tube. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you could see that moment where she, you were like, "Oh, stop! Please, no, no, don't keep going!" Like, he, <laughs> her cut out right now. Her speech, I was like, "What is she talking about?" <laughs> You're going on too what long. Going on? You're trying to squeeze in some other yeah. shit 
in what, there. What are your thoughts? I had one of my my coworkers who I, I respect the opinion of was, you know, I, I the Oscars. I don't want to see these people speak. <laughs> just just take. <laughs> He's your like, I know, I know that they have a platform, yeah. but I don't want to hear their thoughts on these things. Yeah. I, I just don't. It would shorten the show. That's for sure. What do you guys think about that stuff? There was a time where it would be cool to hear from these guys. Mm-hmm. But now that we have Twitter yeah. and we have yeah, the toilet bowl. No, everything they're going to say. Yes. We have the toilet bowl of thoughts yeah. that like just swish around everybody's shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's and that's we got to see it point. all the time. Like now I'm like, okay, now I want to escape from that. Like, right. So, uh, yeah, maybe not. The, the Oscars aren't their only platform anymore. No. Yeah. You know what? They have plenty of places just they can do Just thank it. the people that worked on the movie. Those people just want to hear their names. That's all anybody wants is just to hear their name <laughs> and a thank you and fucking move on with your life. You know, I'd like to hear about, like, you know, when I was a little boy, I wanted to be Spider-Man my whole life, right. and I didn't get to play him, so fuck you, Sam Raimi. <laughs> you know, like, something <laughs> funny like that. Yeah. Well, you know? I, I did enjoy... Bong Joon Ho speech because yeah. he, he honored like Quentin Tarantino, yeah. right? Right. And he and he talked about it was funny how he wanted to cut the award with a chainsaw, yeah, to give it to he everyone, making a reference yeah. to cha- Texas chainsaw and give it to everyone, he and then saying so he's going to drink tonight. He just kept saying, "I'm going to drink, drink more. some more." Yes, now I need to drink more. <laughs> he was great. Uh, just he was very cute and humble. I I, I, I personally would prefer that too. I I'm of the opinion that I I don't want to hear actors' opinions on politics and stuff. If I did, I can seek it out. There's plenty of platforms. But please not. Not on award shows. I mean, it just why are we ha- why do we have to make everything so binary? Yeah, right. Yeah, why do we have to make right. everything like we're in a world that's screaming to not be binary? We have everybody just taking sides. Yeah, yeah, and it's just ridiculous. So, I mean, whatever. I like to I like to sit on the fence. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right in the middle. Right you down know? the line. Anthony, I'm actually right. surprised that you got so into this and you watched this. Be- I, I got so into it that I want to now. My, I don't know if I'm going to accomplish it. I can, but I, I don't know if I eventually. I want to watch all the movies. Yeah. I want to watch the seven that I haven't seen. I mean, you were at the Super Bowl, and then this for Movie Geeks is the Super Bowl of I, movies. However, I, I also yes. I feel like I'm very in an enlightened place because I did another float you tank. Did it, we have to talk about that in the post show. So you're open to everything right now. I listened now. to that whole episode, yeah. by the way. He did it again. I, I did it again. again and scheduled another one. I'm, I, the reason I'm saying I'm shocked that you watched this year's Oscars had the lowest ratings they've ever had. 23.6 yeah. million oh. viewers. compared Still a lot of people. A lot. But, had, but yeah, the week earlier, you had 100 million people watching the Super Bowl. But 23.6 is uh, that's a lot of people uh, who are interested still. It is a lot of. I would just say that that is a lot of people. Like people, network TV is happy when they get a million yes. to two million yeah. people watching. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But uh, the float tank, you're doing it again. That means that you got a good result. I've done. This is the second time I've done it. Yeah, I know. So now you're going for three. I'm gonna go for three. Yeah. Go I, for three and go. I'm for, enjoying it. Go for longer. So like, uh, did you see anything? Did you experience anything? Like, really? Uh, you don't have to give me the whole. Dis- so dis- quickly, uh, very quickly. Yeah, very quickly. I mean, I did see some auroras, but I'm not. I, I figured out in there, yeah. maybe post, yeah. that I don't enjoy it to go on this hallucinogenic psychedelic experience, uh-huh. or I don't even necessarily go in there to ne- to relax. Yeah, I like it because I can go in there and just think uh. and not be distracted from my thoughts. Be with your thoughts. Yeah, like where I don't have to be distracted from my phone or the wind be- buzzing or anything, really. I'm just sitting there in silence, and I just let my mind go wherever it goes, and it goes 
thinks about all sorts of crazy shit, and I can really fucking visualize all the things I'm thinking. I mean, about. that is. A, I I literally come out the second one especially. I came out super relaxed, yeah. but also super motivated at the same time. It's a great way to use that tank because there's literally nowhere else anywhere around you that you can. Just be alone and 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 have no sensation and not be disturbed or distracted. Like even you could sit at home in a dark room, but it's not the same. Yeah, I think the the effect I'm getting is that it gives your mind almost a reset. It gives it a break from everything else. That's what acid does to me. Gives it a <laughs> it gives your mind a reset. That's why a lot of people think of the best ideas when they're in the shower. Yeah, that's this is true. Yeah, this is isolated. actually very true. Yeah, you're not so. doing anything else. So would you go? You said you told me it went. By really quick this time, quicker than last time. Very quick in my mind. It felt like it was only 20, 30 I minutes. I think you need to do like the 90 minutes or even a two hour. Oh, I've already got another one scheduled. Yeah. So. But I might I might jump into an hour and a half. Because what happens after you know 60 minutes, what happens after 90 minutes, I'm sure it changes. I'm sure different things will happen the longer you stay in there. I do think that is a contributor, although immediately after the Oscars, I was like, I want to watch all these movies. Yeah. But I, I thought... I thought your renaissance of film got uh, ignited by Roadhouse. Yes. You're just like, I've been missing this my whole life. What else am I missing? rules. And now he just realized, oh, there's all these other movies I can watch that will friggin' be great. I will thank the listener, even though they've subjected us to probably at least a quarter of the movies we've had to watch were shitty. Yeah. Uh, I will thank the listener in that they are pushing me to watch movies that I wouldn't otherwise watch, and it's making me curious about what else is out there. Awesome. That's what we want. Yeah. He's growing. Our little boy is growing. But the, the, the problem why I asked Rugs yeah. is how, where do you start? Where, like, yeah. where, what do you movies do you watch? Yeah, so at least you, the, mean, the Oscars yeah. are really giving me a set of movies to start with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just it it that that's like you have to start knowing directors and you have yeah. to just kind of build it. Yeah, just like you know about comics when you're when you're reading comic books, you're like, oh, what's going to be good? Oh, I know that. This guy who's did this other comic that I liked is doing his whole new thing. I'm going to go check that out. Mm. Same idea, same basic uh, concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, to, you know, watching what comes out of the festivals is uh, now becomes kind of important because Parasite literally starts at Con Film Festival, and they did an amazing job uh, with marketing. Is that the one spelled C A N N E S. Connus. Yes. Yeah, okay. Connus. But Boong was like on social media a lot. They had a hashtag. They had something called hashtag. Boong Hive, and so like his fans were gathering around. So he kept this momentum going and got it into major theaters, and just the timing was right. And so it's a great like almost come from behind victory for Parasite, uh, beating beats out the favorite. Well, yeah, I, I gotta uh, say that Quentin Tarantino did turn me on to a lot of movies. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah. So uh, Quentin Tarantino, if you didn't know, he would put out these lists or, and collections yep, of films yep. where he that's like, a good place to go. Quentin Tarantino presents, yeah. and he would just fucking find these crazy ass movies, and I fucking didn't love all of them, but uh, quite a few of them I did like a lot. Yeah. And one of them that he described was Old Boy, yeah, which was a fucking crazy ass movie. And then they remade it with Josh Brolin, yeah. But that's Chan Wook Park, who was also a Korean director, and all of his movies are fucked up. And I watched all of his movies, yeah. Like so, whenever he had a new movie come out, I would go check that out. So. Yeah, I mean, I might even check out more, find more Korean films. Because uh, you ever see Audition? No, I think that's Bong Joon Ho too. That's Bong. Maybe. Is that that Bong? Yeah. Boom, Bong. I got a quick question. What uh, is there any reason? And maybe you guys don't know, but is there any reason why the Oscars are considered the preeminent award show, other than the? 
you know, there's the Golden Globes, I mean, I think it's and then there's all these the other longest? ones. Just the length? It's, a, it's probably the first? 92 years? Is the first? I think it's the hardest to actually become a member uh, of. A member of. Mm, the Academy. Academy. Yeah. I've heard yeah. their, their, their process in terms of not only selecting, but then voting. Yeah, how do you strange. get in there? That's a good question. Yeah. But apparently there's a lot more younger people going in. You need the, money, dude. There's still a bunch of old white guys. The dudes, yeah. But they're going to die, and they're going to have to get young people in there. So it's getting more diverse and a little more yeah. um, different. Eventually, a, a Ryan Coogler and all these other guys will be do, in there. Could we, uh, could we see a, a Bollywood movie ever get <laughs> win Best Picture? Yeah, did Kama Sutra get nominated? Oh, yeah, but that, I'm talking about Bollywood with the fucking dance numbers and the cheesy romance and the cheesy action scenes. Well, I mean, Chicago one. That's a good point. That's about a Bollywood movie. Wasn't there a Bollywood type movie that got nominated years well, ago? Uh, no. So if you're talking about like a Slumdog Millionaire, no, no. Uh, you talking Slumdog about Millionaire, that one, and that came out of uh, that was a Brit. But no, that's a British guy. That was Danny Boyle made that movie. Oh, you're right. Yes. Uh, but what Indian movie? What was what is the one you're talking about? Well, I know one was called. Oh, uh, as of 2019, only three Indian films have been nominated for Best Picture Award: Mother India in 1957, Salam Bombay in 1988. Oh, and there's a movie called Lagan in 2001. Yeah, Lagan is the one I hear a lot of people talk about. Right. Anything's possible. I, I would say that the just because this movie won this year, yeah. this foreign language, yeah. I don't know if the floodgates will necessarily open. Yeah. The the academy is still, it's still it, it'll it's changing a little bit, but then they can always bounce back to what they. I'll say this: they are. Um, with the advent of streaming, yeah. Netflix, and I've been saying this ever since Netflix started streaming stuff, is that Netflix has shitloads of representation, mm. has shitloads of foreign films, yeah, they do, has shitloads of all kinds of stuff. Subtitles, Narcos. You know, we have, we all watch yeah, that, right? Yeah, yep. yeah. So new um, season comes out this week. Yeah, Narcos Mexico. Or, uh, it's already come out as yeah. when the show. So comes out. it that's helping. Yeah, absolutely. Right? It's helping to like get people used to reading subtitles. And that, that's actually a very good point because one of my coworkers was like, "I don't think I could watch an entire movie where I read subtitles." And I go, "You watch Narcos, right?" They go, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go, oh fuck, I can. <laughs> and then they were like trying to justify. They're going, but Spanish is a more common language. Oh my god, all kind just of know. fucking lazy bastards. There's also some of these movies come with English dubs. Uh, yeah, you can just turn. The, I don't like the dubbing. I don't like. Oh, unless it's a Godzilla dubbing. movie. <laughs> that's funny. But you just that's switch great. the I audio. Might, I mean, you know, the dubs. It, you know, that's not my favorite way of seeing things. You want it in its it, original. It ruins the the performance. Yeah. Then you don't know if the performances are yeah. good. I mean, you get a lot of the inflection. I mean, you don't know. I have no. That's another thing with um, with Parasite. Yeah. Like, I don't know how great the performances are. I, I'm, I'm guessing mm. the performances are good. Like, I don't know if the line was delivered perfectly. Uh, that's a good point. I don't know. Um, but were they believable? The Did you buy their actions and their motivation? I mean, yeah. Yeah. you know what? Sometimes. Yeah. So here, let's wrap up the Oscars. Here's the big question. Always after every Oscars rugs. Did the Oscars get it right this year? I think it's been, I think it's everybody. Everything that got nominated should have been in the conversation. So, yeah, I think they got a large portion of it. Right. Uh, Anthony, uh, any thoughts? on I don't that know. They got it right. I don't, I don't know, know if they yeah. got it right. Yeah. I, I would say that. If they if Joker would have won Best Picture, that well probably would have been a bad choice. That would have been looked on back as a a win in terms of like they were just trying to give superhero movies their due. Right. Well, look, 
um, how do you politically looking at? Yeah, politically Joker's they got bad, it right. Joker would be a bad yeah. choice, right? right? So Anthony's one hundred percent right. Yeah. Um, the Irishman would have bad bad choice because it's another movie that's glorifying. Nineteen seventeen would not have been a bad choice, but right, but it would have been the same old it would thing. Would have been the same, you know, yeah. Very, 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 you know, white movie. Yeah. The the movies, so, the two movies, I think that would three movies, I think, Marriage Story, Little Women, and Parasite were would be good political choices. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. In fact, they should have nominated a woman because I believe director. Little Women, from what I've read, is just about women living their lives. Yeah. In Back in the day, well, it's the J. It's about Jane. Isn't it about Jane Austen? It's the Jane Austen yeah, book. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the majority of it they got it right, and they're slowly showing the world that look, we're we're changing a little bit, and we see things. Well, you got that, but then you also have the fact. I mean, people were complaining about this that there was no woman in yeah. the best director. There category. should have been so a woman in the still... best director category. You had Greta Gerwig, I think. Was I, I don't know what I don't know. I can't comment. Yeah. If... If there yeah, why didn't not. they get her in there? I don't, I don't know. know. Well, let, okay. Well, let's let's real quick. Yeah. So the the five people were Bong Joon Ho, yeah. Lawrence Scorsese, Todd Phillips, Sam Mendes, Quentin Tarantino. You probably could have taken out Todd Phillips, right? But you just add her. You don't need to take anybody well, out. You right just now, add her. Five, I mean, you have Scorsese and Todd it. Phillips. That's the same fucking thing. Just keep Scorsese. Todd Phillips is just I, doing I probably Scorsese. I haven't seen Greta's movie, yeah. but if there was one, Todd Phillips's movie is. Probably the least out of those five. Yeah, or just make it six. That's also a good. Or just expand it. Yeah. That's what they yeah. did with Best Picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you have well, why well, let them all have a chance? Yeah. Shouldn't be yeah. pigeonholed to that five. All right, that was. I mean, there was a lot of crazy shit in the Oscars, despite the low ratings. Uh, I was very, very entertained. Real quick to wrap up the news. Uh, a follow up to last week's conversation, we where we talked about Sam Raimi in talks to direct. The Doctor Strange sequel. Yes. And we had presumed that, like, oh, they're in previs. They got it all set up. What's he going to do? Well, turns out uh, Scott Derrickson and his writer did not have a chance to even submit their draft to Marvel. So whatever they're doing at Sam Raimi, they're fucking wide open. They're starting from scratch, which I think Whoa. that's the best uh, possible situation for Sam Raimi, Doctor Strange movie. Wow. So that gives me geek boner. a lot more geek boner yeah. for, for that movie. If once they announce, you do whatever he wants. It's going to be fucking now good. Now we're talking, yeah. people. I mean, it's good. Gonna have, hopefully they, well, let's see if they, hopefully they bring on Sam Raimi. Hopefully they do. The only thing he's got to uh, uh, work in is the stuff they're setting up in WandaVision and Loki and the fact right. that Scarlet Witch is going to be in there and the ongoing storyline. But I think that's enough. Raimi's fucking super, super creative. Do you think uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe will ever win Best Movie? I mean, Black Panther got close. It did get, it did get nominated. And that's here, the thing. Right? DC's got four Oscar-winning movies. Uh, Marvel's just got the one. Um, I don't know. And the fact that Endgame didn't even win a visual effects, like I feel like they're just, It's like you said, it's going to be years till they acknowledge you know, the spectacle fucking serialized TV show on a movie screen movies. Mm. That we'll see. Yeah. Black Panther last year. got Imagine the fantastic four is the one that Jesus. <laughs> well, the thing is the MCU could never make a movie like Joker. They can never make a movie as dark as the dark Knight. you know? So I mean, I don't know. 
X Men has the potential because it's it's an allegory for all kinds of you if know. If that comes out hard, injustice. yeah, about yeah. like homophobia or racism or police brutality, right. that could be that could be a good contender. Yes. Hmm. See what happens. All right, let's take See a break. Happens. Play some promos, and we're gonna be back with uh, talk about the Boyds of Prey. Boyds in the super long title. I'm not gonna read it now. Right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Carol. And we're the hosts of Retro Late Fee. We are stuck in 1994. And we can't get out. <laughs> we're watching all the movies and TV shows that you probably remember, I guess. Somehow we're speaking to you through some kind of time portal. Right. Uh, join us every week for great movies and TV shows from 25 years ago. <laughs> it's fun, I swear. Crisis for the Geek Kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Join the geek revolution and save the galaxy. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Want to know more? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Listen to Weeby Geeks podcast on iTunes and Stitcher or online at WeebyGeeks.net. Weeby Geeks, your voice for the geek revolution. Want to know more? Listener, if you are a fan of the show, if you enjoy the show, then you need to join our fan club. It's for our fans. Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. And for any monetary donation, you will get access to bonus content and exclusive RSS feed with instant reactions. All three of us this time sent, put up instant reactions to Birds of Prey right after we watched it. That's always I fun. I did you it. did it, Ruggs. I'm so proud of you. Wowie zowie. Well done. Uh, and uh, the, these shows come out early. The spinoff show, this show, and there's, there's a sports program called Jock Talk. Uh, new episode up now. Anthony, yes. Yes. putting out content for the Patreon. I care about the people. Listen, there's a lot to listen to over there. Join it now, jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Let's get to our first comic book movie of 2020 with Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of <laughs> one Harley Quinn. Oh, I'm going to take a breath while I play the spoiler alert. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Time. Did you hear that major theater chains are changing oh, the title already? Yeah, we're gonna get into that. But yeah. Yes, it's there's a lot of crazy. Harley Quinn: Colon they Birds of Prey. Change the fucking title. What? It's. Sh- I didn't. I tell you. Didn't I say that the title's too long and it's, it yes. sounds ridiculous? It's, uh, it's too long and nobody knew what it was and the marketing was a little confusing and there's a whole bunch of reasons we can get into. But as you'll hear, if you've seen the movie, listener, it should have just been fucking called Harley Quinn. And what happens in the title Harley- doesn't even happen no, in the movie. No, it doesn't. It should have just been called <laughs> Harley Quinn. You don't even need the Birds of Prey bullshit. should have just been called Harley Quinn like the DC whoa, whoa, Universe whoa, whoa. cartoon. Perfect. Anyway, Let's get into it. Rotten Tomatoes, the movie has gone down since last week. What was it at? Like 86%. Yeah, because they like all of the people that uh, work as reviewers, yeah. they don't want to get labeled as assholes, <laughs> so they give a good review. It's gone down to 
Yeah. So uh, average rating six point seven six out of ten. Yeah. So all the straggler reviewers that don't get the advanced yeah, you know, screenings coming in, and bringing the fucking average down. They have to lick the boots, so they give it a great review. Audience score. 80%. So audience is still enjoying it. Critics initially, I thought, love this, but not a ton of people seeing it, though. Not a ton of people seeing it. Box office. This movie has a budget of about 84 to $85 million. Opening weekend. So we discussed last week what we thought it was going to make. We all overshot. Way, way overshot. We overbid. I thought it was going to make shitloads yes, of money. Yes, you did. We overbid by a lot. It was estimated to make 45 to $50 million. It makes $33 million opening mm. weekend which to some is ah, less than godzilla John. less than godzilla mm. not not only that this is the lowest opening of any of the dceu extended movies and it's even lower than the green lantern movie that opened at 53 million dollars like 20 years I mean, ago look at this it's you have uh a character that so popular that every Halloween comic convention, everything you got, people dress as Harley Quinn. So popular, merchandise is being sold. They don't put the name of the her in the movie. Yeah, I mean they do, but not the lead with. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Yeah, like, it's crazy. This character is so popular. It should it should pull in uh, at least you know a Deadpool month. It, we, we should definitely. Uh... Get into that as we yes. This is as we talk so about the movie. just for comparison. So right now it's made uh, thirty eight million domestic, forty six million international. It's made eighty five million dollars. So in the first three days, it made uh, the budget money back. But as these things go, you got to make double or triple to really the, make your money back. The biggest comparison is Deadpool, right? Like this is a Deadpool esque movie. It's rated R. Yes, it's got yes. that kind of not 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 as much as Deadpool, but there is a wink and a nod to the camera. Similar, so yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which McCall the the domestic opening for the first Deadpool? Yeah. Just to put this in perspective, was one hundred and thirty-two million. Uh, and Deadpool yes. was not as known. No. But he, but right? Deadpool two. Yeah. Just so we can be on the same page here, one twenty-five opening. One one more movie, just a Logan, which is an R-rated movie. Yeah. Domestic opening eighty-eight. Because I've heard some people making the excuse like, "Oh, this is February. It's rated R." It's all women. Yeah, is it? I don't hear the so excuses. Is it, I, I, this movie didn't do. It's well. a flop. Is it really a flop, or is it just about? Are we? Is, was there too much expectation? I mean, I don't think it's a flop in terms of are they going to break even? No, but I think that when you have that much cachet and you have like people fucking every everybody's dressing up as Harley Quinn, yeah. people are buying Harley Quinn merchandise for a movie to open that low. Yes, it's just disappointment. Even though that you're in. The only thing that works in their favor is that they didn't invest a lot of money in the movie. Mm. And I think that maybe Margot Robbie didn't take a cut and she was waiting for the back end oh, on this. Oh, boy. That kept the cost oh. down. So, um, you know, maybe that's the case. You know, preteen girls love Harley Quinn from the cartoon, but this is an R-rated movie. However, mm. Deadpool... You got a lot. Of, you had a lot of young boys going in there. They got in there. It was the same thing. The dads would take their kids. Studio, for what it's worth, expected forty five million. So it is below what. They so expected. comparing it, you can also kind of compare it to the last DCU movie, Shazam, because it had exactly the same budget. Now Shazam's PG thirteen, but a lesser known character. That movie opened to fifty three million opening weekend. Wow. Right, twenty million more than this. So. I don't and Margot know. Robbie, since Suicide Squad, has become even a bigger name. Yeah. Within Hollywood, yeah, and she's she's regarded now as a, as a really good actress. 
Yeah, she does right. Oscar-worthy movies, and right. she does these fun, crazy movies. Speaking of uh, who's in it, this movie directed by Kathy Ann, written by Christina Hodson, who had also written Bumblebee, which is was a good movie, good script. Good. Yeah. I liked it. Uh, starring, as we mentioned, uh, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. You got Rosie Perez as Renee Montoya, Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Helena Bertinelli slash The Huntress, Journey Smollett-Bell as Dinah Lance Black Canary. Fun fact, her brother... Uh, just indicted in Chicago here for the false report. Of, Again? Well, no, he was officially indicted. Like the trial happened like the other day. Oh, that's her brother. That's her brother. Oh, no shit. She's, she's a Smoye. You see Smoye. You know that French actor? You see Smoye? That's yeah. the Dave Chappelle joke. Uh, Ewan McGregor playing uh, <laughs> Roman Sianis Black Mask. Ella J. Bosco as Cassandra Kane. Chris Messina as Victor Zaz. Uh, and uh, you got Ali Wong in a small part in here. And that's your main cast. Um, Anthony. Yeah. What's this movie about? Give us a quick plot. Because clearly <laughs> not a lot of people went out to see this. Uh, Birds of Prey is this story about Harley Quinn. Yes. Breaking up with a Joker yes. and being on her own, yes. and her along with four other women, yeah, sure, are all somehow tied to this mob boss, and they all have different ties to this mob boss and different storylines that intersect and interweave towards the end that are all re- revolving around this girl that stole a diamond that is very valuable. There's a diamond. Everyone's after Harley after she they find out she's been trolling them and she broke up with the Joker. Uh, so, yeah, you have a little bit of that John Wick. Everyone's after him vibe, a little bit of the Deadpool vibe. Anthony, let's start with you. Opening thoughts coming out of this movie. You saw it first out of all of us. What did you think? So I, I saw the hype around the movie with the, the good reviews. My friend, Irwin, who's been on the show, watched the movie and goes, messages us right before the movie or right before a lot of us have seen it he goes this is fucking great oh really Irwin really yeah, liked it's fucking great because mm. uh the third act is great like the the fight scenes and all that stuff so i was going okay like I'm, I'm i'm this is making me excited to see this movie i wasn't all that excited I'm pumped yeah i'm, I'm pumped i'm pumped yeah, me too yeah me too see john Bellotti agrees <laughs> so i was i was anticipating it a little bit more than normal um went in to see the movie it is, for, I'll get this out of the way, it's way better than Suicide Squad, yes. so it's not a bad movie by any stretch of the imagination, but it's not like great either. It's kind of just okay, and the movie, for me, the movie really stumbles. I liked Harley Quinn. I don't know if she can necessarily carry a movie on her own, that character. Mm-hmm. The problem for me, though, is the, the rest of the Birds of Prey. The only one I really liked was Black Canary. Yeah. Or even connected with the other ones are so flat to me, or they didn't do enough with them that it really just kind of drags down the story because I just don't care about most of the characters in this movie, other than Harley Quinn. Um, so yeah, it it really for me is kind of a a flat movie. Okay, interesting. Rugs, opening thoughts. You after watching this oh. movie, oh, are you okay? Did you hurt Did your? Did you just hit your head on a gong? <laughs> no, you tell me to get close to the microphone. <laughs> Did he hit his head on the microphone, and then I hit it. <laughs> That's too close, Rugs. All right. You okay, so, you're gonna have um, a bruise. You'll be fine. I'm a little dizzy. Oh no, he's got a CTE now. Also, okay. What CTE? Uh, uh, the concussion thing. What's the it con- stand yeah. for? Uh, uh shit. Somebody uh, Google chronic, it. Chronic? Me, is it? No, is it? It's, uh, uh, it's chronic testicle cr- enlargement. Chron- I have that. No, it's chronic traumatic encephalopathy. There we go. Yep. 
a, a degenerative disease caused by head injuries. Right. Oh. But all the football players got. Oh. That's what you do. You get paid millions of dollars, and then you get CTE. I don't know. And wait, what's the symptoms of that? I don't know. You, uh, you kill yourself or your girlfriend. I don't know. Yeah, oh. you, you have behavioral problems, <laughs> yes. mood problems, problems with thinking. Suicidal. Uh, you get suicidal. Yeah, a lot of these guys end so, up dementia. committing domestic abuse, yeah. suicide, yeah. Yeah. dementia. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so explosive diarrhea is not on it. No, okay, you'll be fine. No, you're no, fine. That's not, not one of the I symptoms. Think, you're okay. Yeah, okay. you're good. Uh, I just have the explosive He just has the IBS, not the CT. Yes. Anyways, birds of prey, what'd you think? Speaking of spraying <laughs> shit everywhere. Um, hmm. Uh, look, it, uh, as Anthony said, uh, it's not a terrible movie. It's it's actually enjoyable. I enjoyed it uh, for what it was. But this is what happens when I see a bunch of great press for a movie. Yeah. And they tell me it's the greatest thing. And then I'm like, okay, are they wearing the rose-colored glasses? Are they... Faking the funk so they're not getting shit from anybody. Um, what is this? Because as I'm watching the movie, I'm like, yeah, it's fun. But, like, is it as good as everybody says it is? Hard to know what to believe anymore. So uh, I had that constant, like, uh, nagging thought while I was watching this movie. And then after it ended, I was like, and it ended, like, in, on such a, like, non-ending. Yeah. Like, the ending was just, like wasn't a revelation. It wasn't anything. It was just kind of like, it just ended. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, wow. Like, people are coming out of this movie, like, with huge fucking boners. And I, and I, don't, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. So, um, not that it wasn't fun, because it was. But, like, I'm just saying that the hyperbole, all of the shit that people were saying made it seem like it, like the action sequences. Like, I kept on reading the action sequences, the action sequences. And there was action sequences that were were, were good. But... Not all of them were good. Yeah. In fact, some of them were downright bad. So um, I just don't get, like, I don't get why the Huntress has to dump her bike in order to make Harley Quinn catch up to a car. To do the whip move from roller like, derby. That's unnecessary. I didn't understand that part either. That was, uh, yeah. uh, was kind of weird. So, uh, it, you know, it's, um, and then, like, what happens? Like, you know, they're on a dark pier, and then, you know, that's it. The movie's over. And uh, um, much. <laughs> so I was like just confused and puzzled that why movies keep getting these amazing reviews and they're not that good. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. The same thing with me. So I saw it on Monday after the weekend. Uh, not a lot of people there. And initially same thing with you rugs. I was like, Oh man, this, these reviews, this action can't wait to see it. But by the time I had seen it, the opening numbers had come out, and they had changed the fucking name of the movie. Uh, oh, I was like, "Wow, okay." And so, similar rugs. I'm. I was watching this movie, and I'm. I'm like waiting for that. I'm waiting for this great action, this great shit that everyone is getting geek boner about, and uh, it really doesn't ever happen. I did enjoy it a lot. Very entertaining. I would say it was a good movie. Not great. It was good. Uh, I did enjoy a lot of the fight scenes. I think. Margot Robbie is amazing in this. She does the comedy and the physicality parts really well. Uh, I like seeing her kick ass. In fact, to me, when she wasn't on the screen, like the movie kind of dragged. Anytime she wasn't doing anything, right, uh, was one of the problems I had. But it's just okay. And like the, the I, I expected it maybe to be funnier. So I, I expected it to be more violent. Actually, I thought it was going to be yeah. like way more violent yeah. than it was. There was there's this like narrative that they're trying to paint that they're like, well, because it's a woman empowerment movie, 
men can't enjoy it. And that's not the case. Like, in fact, I applaud make a movie for girls yeah. and make a movie, do whatever you want. But don't expect guys that are not me to like it. Like, we were talking about Roadhouse the other yeah. day, right? Yes. That's a movie for guys. Yes. I don't expect girls to like yeah. that movie. And this is a Roadhouse for so, women. Yeah. So, like, don't get mad if like guys don't like this movie. They didn't show up. I mean, like, that's one of the reasons. Yeah, but even the, the girls well, didn't they, show up. I was just going to say, <laughs> no, the girls no, should no, be no, mad because they have a, a girl movie nobody, that they didn't show they up. They didn't fucking show up to right, this movie. Right. So, I'm just saying, like, you want to make a girl power movie? You want to make a movie that is totally feminist and fucking hates men where there's not even one man that's redeemable yes, in this movie. All, all Every man's a piece of shit in this movie. and evil. But I didn't think they, um, it was that heavy hand. They didn't, I didn't feel like they were no, pushing it. No, but I'm saying, fine, yeah. go yeah, for yeah. it. But just don't expect, don't get mad that guys didn't show up. I, I, like, don't get, yeah. I mean, I don't expect girls to go watch fucking the, the stupid movies that I yeah. like. I don't yeah, expect yeah. them to be like into fucking Roadhouse. All right? Like, it, it's just, good point. whatever. Good point. I, I would... The compliments I'd give to the movie, you guys said some of them, Margot Robbie. Um, I thought the third act, the the sequences in the, the funhouse, funhouse. Yeah. I didn't think the action was over the top awesome, but I enjoyed just looking at yeah. everything. Like yeah. I thought that was a very creative set. Yeah. Um, I did enjoy, like un, unlike Avengers Endgame, they didn't decide to shove it down our throats, or even X Men Apocalypse, or was it X Men Apocalypse? X Men uh, Dark Phoenix, yeah. where the line. We do all the saving. We should be the ex-women. Oh, yeah. Or Avengers yeah. Endgame where the girls just show up together. Oh, right. I see Th- what you're This saying. one wasn't as heavy-handed yeah. in terms of, this is the women yeah. being together. Like they, There was no line where it was just like, we're together, we're women. It was just a matter of fact. Like These all just happen yeah. to be women. So that I respect. And, but uh, you had mentioned it, um, Imran, about just being bored when Margot Robbie. I think that was the big failure. Yeah. Is none of the birds of prey are all that interesting. No, thin, very thin Well, characters. that's another thing. Like, they had this chance, right? We're in the age of comic book movies, like, where there's suits, and, like, we even have, like, you know, the boys, where there's full costume yep, heroes. Yep. Let's do it! Yeah. Like, what they did was they took Cassandra Kane, who's, like, a big badass, who was Bat- Batgirl yes. at one point. Yes. And they re- make her a kid. She's just right. a pickpocket and, that happens to get caught yeah, up in this like, whole okay, thing. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, well, like, the Huntress, who has one of the like craziest looking fucking outfits, uh, you know, in, in in the DC universe, and you know, they make her just like Arrow light. You know, it's just like okay, it's Purple Arrow. Well, she, and it's, she's played for comedy. Yeah, she's like the the, the yeah. They use her as a butt of a she's joke. She's the straight person doesn't get so, anything. Like, yeah. You have this opportunity to make bad. Like, we're not telling you. Like, there's some guy saying, I remember this one one fucking asshole tweeted, <laughs> and everybody retweeted the <laughs> fact that, oh, the, the costumes aren't sexy enough. Who gives a fuck about the costumes being sexy? Like, like Sarah Connor wasn't wearing, like, super sexy Ellen stuff Ripley or whatever. Ellen Ripley wasn't sexy ever. Yeah. You know? No one gives a shit about that. It's But we want to see, like, we're in a, we're watching a comic book movie. Let's see fucking some comic book shit. Like, yeah. like let's not go, we're going to the, like, the, the costumes are looking like kick-ass costumes. Yeah. Not fucking like you know DC like like look at it. Batman has an awesome costume and Superman has an awesome costume in the DC EU. All right, um, why can't they have cool costumes? You know, like why can't they have badass costumes? So I, I just was like, okay, there's yes, visually there was some cool stuff like there's nice color palette and stuff like that, but 
maybe the I don't know. Maybe I guess women prefer that type of costume. I mean, uh, I, so so many thoughts, and it's a lot of the reasons I think the movie is confusing and did not get people's attention. If you're going in looking for the comics accurate Birds of Prey, you're not going to get it here. However, I didn't mind what they did with them. I actually, like Anthony said. I thought uh, uh, Black Canary had a pretty sexy costume, and when she started fighting, I was like, "Oh shit, this chicken fight!" Oh, I thought that I thought she was pretty formidable. I think but they did a good job with her, and it works in this world. But it's it's the but they didn't handle her correctly either. They they gave her like this this power out of nowhere, and they didn't even like allude to well, it. Well, they do the thing where they even... wait till the end to, for her to use it, and I was like, "Why wouldn't you use this earlier?" Yeah, so like that wasn't handled well. That that made me groan yeah. when I saw that. I'm like, okay, now she's just gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, with no like, just no nothing, like no building up of the character, no like nothing. Well, to be fair, they did they did show when she's singing in the club, yeah, the, the glass, glass break. breaking. So but, they were hinting at it, but yeah, I agree, it wasn't. Yeah, but that's a, a big part of that character. Can do that. Yeah, and that's a big part of Black Canary is is the voice. I don't know why they they decided to subdue that part of her you know, they, abilities. They set up Harley well with her backstory. They set up the Huntress well with her backstory right from the comics, you know, surviving the right. mob hit. They, 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 they made, I mean, they set it up, yes, from the comics, but they made it a big joke. I, I, don't, I don't necessarily have a, a strong opinion yeah. on it either way. Yeah. I thought, I mean, it, it is kind of clever in that if someone was taken as an assassin as a kid, they probably would be really awkward. Yeah. But that's all, they, she doesn't have a lot to her. No. They, they, yes, right. it's ripped from the comics, but she's just a... A one-note, awkward character. She's kind That's of a plot it. device, so if, too. It, yeah. So if yeah. you're reading the Batman universe, yeah. right, you're in the Batman universe, and you read Birds of Prey, and you read all these other, other books. Like and you Batgirl. watch that shitty show on Fox. <laughs> yes. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> you, watch, you watch. I mean, that show was 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 gone in, in a second. But they had costumes. You know, that doesn't even matter. It's a blip on they the radar. They had Batgirl in costume. Yeah, but they actually had Batgirl in costume there. Um like if you're waiting to see Black Canary, and that's one of your favorite characters, I mean she's featured on Justice League, yeah, she's featured yeah. on all these cartoons, the Arrowverse. Yeah, so if if you're waiting to see like the the big screen version of Black Canary, and whatever you want to say about the casting or whatever they dressed her, I don't even care about that at all. I'm just like, but let it at least be Dinah, you know. Dino Lance. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that I, I know about this bugged you a lot, but honestly, I don't have that much of a connection to the Birds of Prey myself. So it didn't really bother me. I was like, this yeah, is what they're doing maybe, for this movie. It's fine. But think about the fans yes, of people. Yeah. Let's say the, the fans of Cassandra Kane. Yeah. That is the biggest. They were, hit, they were, they were punched so in the ball. Cassandra Kane is the biggest uh, deep de- de- part they were from punched in the, the comic book. Yeah, I was really confused on the Cassandra Kane. I was like, isn't this. The bat, a bat girl. She, type? So she's another girl like the Huntress who was raised by assassins, and she's a mute, and she actually becomes so back bat girl. You basically have like two of the best hand, three of the best hand to hand combat yeah. people of 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 the DC universe that are women, mm-hmm. and only one of them actually is like featured, and then the, one of them is is, is a child. Which is why this movie, movie should have just been called Harley Quinn because they say the words Birds of Prey at the end. You could have... It took so long for them to set up this team anyways. Like, it doesn't happen until the very end, and they just start working together. Right. The movie should have just been called Harley Quinn. And not only that, but like, okay, let's say you're doing an emancipation film. Alright? Yeah. Show the emancipation. Yeah, it would have been nice to see the breakup like, with Joker and why. And I believe there were some scenes that were cut where Joker was throwing 
her clothes out of the window of their apartment and they cut all those. But yeah, whatever. The, the thing is, it's like the whole entire thing. You watch that Joker Harley Quinn cartoon, yes, right? It's great. And it's that that whole thing is the Joker and her going back and yep, forth. Yep. And it tells a that's fun. It tells a way better. It's a, but, a great version of Harley Quinn. And but her that's problem. the thing when and that's the political uh, decision that they made. Two things, two things. And when they wanted to get Jared Leto out. Yeah. All right, they didn't want to use him anymore. And maybe he didn't want to come back to do it. So that's that fucking problem. And the second thing is that they didn't want the Joker to be there because to steal the he thunder overshadows. of Harley. But there, you can do that right. where she's still in control and you get that she's in this codependent so they relationship. they didn't want and- that, that strong character to be yeah. there because they felt it was... So it, it was like, no, this is Harley's movie. So like it really diminished the whole idea of the fun of or of of the interesting aspect of her coming to terms with being on her yeah. own and having the strength to get her, get him out of her life. And not only that, do you think the Joker's just going to sit there and let her go without like uh, trying to kill her at yes. least? Um, Anthony, yeah. could this movie have used some more Joker? Imagine instead of black mask, that was the Joker. I think that would have been a fucking sick movie also I mean, it might have made more sense with the joker if you're going to go with the title emancipation of harley quinn um i didn't necessarily mind black mask yeah. I, th- I thought you you and mcgregor was fine the one thing i would say kind of pivoting off of that though is this movie clearly by the end it seems like they're trying to set you up so that you want to watch more harley quinn movies and a birds of prey movie and Yes. It's clear, to me, at yeah. least in my opinion, I, I have no desire in watching a Birds of Prey movie. I after would watch seeing this another movie. Harley Quinn movie, and this is going to be interesting. Maybe, go- maybe but that, but also that it's an interesting direction they're going with, like Harley Quinn and Cassandra Cain as her sidekick. Yeah, yeah, and Bruce the hyena. Don't forget Bruce. Like, what if at the end of the movie, when they're in the amusement park, and uh, Sionis is almost basically is is getting the upper hand and about to win, then out of nowhere. The Joker, shows, Joker up, shows up and kills everybody. Kills everybody yeah. and then tries to kill Harley, but yeah, yeah. Harley so- somehow fucking overcomes him. Doesn't kill him, yeah. but basically like breaks every bone in his body. Or he comes in and like kills Mask and takes the credit for like saving everyone and, and completely you know pushes away Harley. Those probably would have been much better in terms of not only the, the title, but the story of Harley Her finally yeah, breaking yeah. free from this controlling ex-boyfriend yeah i think i think i was thinking about during the moment i'm going is dc just thinking that fans are stupid and they don't want to confuse people by having a different joker so soon from well, the joker that, what would you do would you would you have used jared leto you have to You'd, i guess you, I don't, you know what no, maybe, you know what joaquin phoenix isn't walking through that no, door to no, do birds of prey no it's not him and maybe jared would have been fine given more to do because he really didn't get to do much Imagine, i don't know Harley Quinn fucks up the Joker so much that his face is unrecognizable, and then you could cast a new person. Oh, that's good. <laughs> she cuts, well, or Victor Zaz cuts his face off yeah. uh, like he was doing. I didn't even realize that was Victor Zaz until he said that's, his name. I was going, yeah, oh, right. shit, well, he it is Victor Zaz. the cuts and everything. Yeah, yeah. Was, it, was it me or there was... So I love Ewan McGregor's over-the-top fucking black mask was great. I didn't know if you were supposed to, like, laugh at him or be afraid of him. I, just, he didn't seem that menacing but it seemed like him and zaz had a thing or there was like a bisexual energy going on i don't know yeah was there was definitely on. some kind of a vibe like that but yeah. the thing with the black mask is is like why put the mask on at all i don't know because he's crazy and he likes masks 
I guess everybody shows up in masks. They already the know what he apparently. looks. They know what he looks like. That's from the comics. That's an Easter egg. I, I just didn't. I liked Ewan McGregor. They tried making him really evil with like cutting off faces and then making yeah. that girl dance because she was yeah. laughing. the The only issue I had is is they didn't do enough to make him any different than any crime other crime mob yeah, boss. I, yeah, yeah. I was like, is flat. he really? Yeah. More formidable than the Joker or yeah. the Riddler yeah. or yeah. the Penguin. Yeah, I was hoping that he was going to get disfigured and he'd wear the mask. Yeah, that would make more sense. That. So you the know, funniest part of the movie in my theater, where everyone just fucking gasped and howled, was when he blows up at the very end. Uh, it's like super unexpected oh, and yeah. violent, and uh, that was hilarious. And uh, no more black. It, masks. it was just oh, and yeah. <laughs> okay. What about the eggs, you know what the biggest thing that. They were tweeting about the breakfast about sandwich. This, no, the hair thing. The hair, hair thing. What she cuts off her at, hair. At one point during the fight scene in the in the uh, funhouse. Yeah. Oh, the Harley hair tie. Quinn. Yeah, offers her a oh, hair the tie. Scrunchie. Yeah, you got to pull your hair back. It gets in your face. And they made such a huge deal about that. Like, oh my god, someone finally understands what it's like to have. Yeah. Like guys have long hair too, you know. But like, the, the scrunchy no, move like, is no. great. Someone was Man like, buns? "Okay." <laughs> someone was like, "Imagine in the next Wonder Woman movie, she stop before she fights the dude. She stops for a second, pulls out a scrunchie, puts her hair back, and then she's all fucking badass." I mean, the little touch like that—that's something women will notice and appreciate. I just um, think that it's funny that they think that because they're the only people in the world that have, that long, have long hair, hair. Yeah. that they know that nobody who has a penis could know what it's like <laughs> to have hair. In there. Imran, you used to have long, used hair. To have long hair. I used to have long got hair. Got in my face. Yeah. <laughs> and a we little, know. little you used to have the fucking man bun all the time. Uh, another thing I can credit this movie to in terms of the action scenes is not cutting away from the action scene. I thought the choreography, the fight choreography was was decent at times. There's, you know, the the one I in the think, warehouse. The, I think Chad Stileski did the warehouse one. The one and, there's some amazing baseball bat work where she fucking hits the throws it, it hits him in the head, bounces off, she catches it. it. If you're gonna do a reshoot somewhere, yeah. Warehouse is an easy location to yeah. shoot. Yeah. You can get a lot of bang for your buck in yeah. that one fight scene. And th- and I think that was one of the best fight scenes in the whole movie. That one and the one in the in the prison with the water was 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 pretty good. So yeah, the um the non lethal attack on the police station that I didn't get. No uh, police station. There's no guns. Yeah, why is anybody nobody shoots her? Why is anybody yeah, shooting her? Strange. I was like, why is everyone? How can she? There's no possible way she can take everyone out. She's like walking this. in and she's just shooting. And she's shooting. And yeah, she's shooting non lethal weapons. I love the smoke though, and her walking the through the smoke and the glitter and the confetti. Like I thought it was really like the colors in this movie are great. Yeah, popped. Yeah. Um, but it that was, was just nice. like I thought it was interesting that she went non lethal. Because uh, it's not like a Terminator where you're going to get They're away. trying to in. make her like Relatable. show that she's yes. not really bad. Right. But she is bad, but she's not really bad. She's, but not, at least, she's taking her turn to be not bad. Wa- you know, wide shot on the fight I just like I just don't like in- the inconsistency. So yeah, yeah. Harley Quinn walks into this police station, goes through all the policemen, all the criminals, and fights off a bunch of guys in the warehouse like yeah. a ninja. Yeah. And then Rosie Perez, who's in her fifties, yes. takes her down in the in a fight. In the- well, how about the last scene in the funhouse where these three women take down like fifty dudes with weapons, just with their fists? That I don't care about. I mean, if she's already kicking ass like Bruce Lee throughout the whole yeah. movie, then fine. But I just think it's funny that okay, the only person, every guy, easy to kill. Yeah. But a fifty-year-old woman who's a <laughs> cop—that's a challenge. I love Rosie like, Perez. I know. And there's no, there wasn't any establishment that Renee Montoya was 
any sort of physical threat up until yeah. that point. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even understand Renee Montoya's role in the movie. Like, why is she in the Birds of Prey? She's what? She knows how the cops operate. She's a I cop. Guess. What, is, what does that have to cop. do with being a bird? I, what power does she have? I don't. She, I she just has no powers. Get it. The character also created in the animated series first, mm. like Harley Quinn, is basically she's tired of police corruption mm. and wants I to go like, out on her own. I, I felt like that uh, that was a weak, weak spot in the movie too. We kept on going back to her and like I don't care about you. You're a cop. Yeah, you like, kept going back to her and then yeah. like very. Um, did they need her in the movie at all? No, you didn't need her. And they kept Probably teasing not. that relationship with her and the, the, the DA or the prosecutor. And just like, no one cares about this. No, one, I mean, no you don't, we, don't, we don't care about the, rela- the lesbian yeah. relationship you had. Yeah. It it's not even established. Like, why, no. What's going on? It's just like one of those things that they throw out there. But like, I don't mind that they did that. I just, it's just like I wish that the character like, needed to be in the film. Like the the momentum just, stops every time you cut to her her yes, scenes. It does, it does. But the other characters are they're just very thin. Didn't get a lot of chance to develop because it's just a Harley Quinn movie. I, I really, I, I really Harley. didn't understand Cassandra Kane. Like, why, why take that character and make her just a snot nosed kid? That's I don't know the typical delinquent kid that's just stealing everything just some on the street, street kid. Yeah, that, that, that and that's, this is not even a movie for kids. So yeah. it's like there's no need to sandwich it in there. Like I can understand. You're trying to get the PG-13, these kids, to feel like, oh, they're being represented as a child. But it's a rated R movie, so there's no need for it. Yeah. Speaking of sandwich, uh, the breakfast sandwich bits were hilarious. And her voiceover at times was a little much, but uh, Deadpool did the same thing with the fucking you voiceover know, telling you what's going on. As much as we're, I, I will reemphasize, this is not a mess. It's not. It's better than. It's way better than Suicide Squad. Yeah, it actually has like a follow through thing right. like Suicide but, Squad. I think you mentioned this earlier. I, I expected it to be funnier. I wasn't laughing yeah, all that yeah, much. Yeah, I was not either. I thought that it could. I chuckled it. a little bit at some yeah. some lines Harley Quinn had, but other than yeah, that, I yeah. wasn't. I was expecting. I think I laughed more during the Deadpool movies. Well, the, oh, they're the way thing is, Deadpool's way funnier. The thing is, is that they, it it didn't really lean in. Didn't need to be rated R. No, it really didn't. Uh, you could have cut a couple of things out and that and got a PG thirteen rating. There was no gratuitous f bombs that if you just left yeah, those out, but, I mean, you could have had no that nudity, violence. Yeah, there's no explicit sex. Not that there needs to be. I'm just saying that this the is what you can get away with. Isn't that violent? The violence isn't that. Just that a lot of breaking of legs. Yeah, the dude blows up. Um, there's not a lot of gore. So <laughs> had they gone for the PG thirteen? In fact, Margot Robbie fought for this movie to be R rated, which is why she probably she took that pay cut to make R rated movie, but. You could have made more money. The t- the character, the people who love Harley are preteen girls, and then you make this R-rated movie, uh, you're going to exclude them because like uh, preteen girls aren't going to sneak into R-rated movies. See, That's like a guy I, thing. I would disagree. I, I mean, I, I don't think it needed to be R-rated, but I don't think the R-rating necessarily Hurt. prohibits people anymore from seeing uh, a movie they want to see. Sure. I just don't think girls these days are that... They're that type of team that they're I, like, oh, I, we're going to sneak into I can't speak on that. I don't know if girls well, sneak Anthony, into movies. you should know uh, the most, no? If girls sneak into movies? I have yeah. no clue. I, I didn't really sneak into too many R-rated movies as a kid either. You didn't? Oh. I did. I may have. I did, but like, I knew people worked at the theater. Yeah. And, you know, I knew people. So it's like, I, I can <laughs> I know that, people. I know, I know this dude. I used to work at a movie theater. Oh, tell Jerome I'm here. He'll let me <laughs> in. Uh, so the other thing that really... Uh, I didn't like was the the kind of inconsistent tone. I wish they leaned more into it, just being super cartoony 
and outrageous and super violent. You love that violent. fucking TV show. I want it to be the, the, the <laughs> TV show is so fucked up. The shit they do in this show is so fucked up. It's amazing. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, that's what I was hoping from this, and it never. It never I, happened. I don't know if I can agree with that because I saw the first episode of that show and you I did not watch like the it. The rest, it's fucking great. <laughs> so right. you watched the first episode, you didn't like it either. No, I didn't. Yeah, I okay. you we reviewed it on the me. show. You can listen. We reviewed it, but you gotta. It's just the first episode. There's 13. You gotta watch the others. <laughs> Right. It gets so much better. I got, and- I got Oscar movies to watch. Yeah, you got Oscar movies to watch. <laughs> All right. So uh, what were we talking about? Uh, here? about- the t- was the tone a little uneven for you guys? No, though? that didn't bother me either. Okay. The things that bothered me about this movie are not the tone, the color, the, the bias, uh, this and that. All of those is fine. It's just make a good movie. Make When the fight scenes, when people say fight scenes are awesome, they should be awesome. They right. shouldn't just be like... Like sub, uh, like John Wick. Yes, those are not awesome. even close to John Wick. No, no, not close. They're pretty good, but not close to John. No, Wick when, level. You, when you hire the guy that does John yeah, Wick, I yeah. expected John Wick type. But stuff. you see, like his the drop kicks and the 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 physical, the choreographed moves and the flips, like that's all Chad Stahelski. But I could have used a little bit more. The gu- the stuff with the gun was good too. Like she's using it as a weapon and shooting. That's very. See, I, John don't, I don't even remember it. Yeah, I don't Overall, even remember anything definitive in the fight scenes other than her jumping up and down and breaking on the, the breaking the dude's knees. That's the other problem. It is. I think I'll forget this movie. I don't know how memorable. It, it, I don't know if it's going to stick it's, with me. It's a blip. The movie yeah, really is. Yeah. It's fine, but it's just going to be a blip. Because what was it about? There was no like message. There was nothing to get to at the end. There was no revelation. I mean, like yeah, you guys all said, the message is that you don't need men, right? Like yeah. all these people are inhibited by men, right? Um, Cassandra Kane has doesn't have parents. Um, Harley with the Joker. Yeah. Um, Diana Lance with the boss being you and McGregor. Her she's the butler. Yeah. Um, which and then uh, Renee Montoya's every all the accomplishments go to her male boss. Yes. So it's all about like fuck these men. We're like yeah. we can do it together. It's not we can do it super heavy handed, but it is. Yeah. That's the message. Yeah. We can do it right. on our own. Yeah. But at the end, they're still like bad people too, and she runs off and leaves them hanging and takes the diamond and. I don't know. That's Harley. I don't. Ju- I just. I don't know. I think that's a way more interesting movie that could have been made. Yes. Yeah. There was I something agree. missing. Yeah. It could have been great, and it just. I feel like the Joker's missing. Yeah. It's one of the big things that's also, missing. Where the fuck is Batman? Do you think he would have shown up and all this shit is going on? He doesn't no. know what's going on in Gotham. He doesn't get no? involved. He doesn't at give all. a fuck. All right. Yeah. Like, Batman. I don't know. I feel like that. Margot Robbie has got a lot of star power. Harley Quinn's very high profile. Yeah. Um, they had comic book characters that people have been waiting to see on the big screen, f- fully realized. And what they managed to do is the people who are going to see Birds of Prey, they screwed them over. Yeah. The people who went to see Harley, they got a lot of Harley doing some badass stuff. And the people who were hoping to see the Joker or something the Joker in this movie did not get to see that either. And so you're kind of left with, yeah. All right, what what was accomplished, and what what was accomplished is kind of like a Deadpool, kind of a movie starring Margot Robbie with her star power, with this character that everybody likes, and and you can have fun watching this movie, you can enjoy it, but it is far from the ninety two percent that it was at the, <laughs> when the it beginning? first came out. Yeah. No, it is a fun movie, but yeah, they could have gone a little further. They could have pushed things a little further. I did enjoy Rosie Perez's shirt in that one scene. What did it say? I shaved my balls. balls I shaved my balls for this. It's a great shirt. And then uh, what about that post-credit audio? You guys stay around for that? Did you hear this? I did. 
It was stupid. I thought she was going to say, because she goes, oh, you guys are still here? Let me tell you a secret. Batman. And I thought they were going to do the thing from the cartoon. And she's going to be like, Batman fucks bats. I I, I chuckled a little bit and then I walked out. But most of the people that stayed in the theater are like, what? What? What is that? What are you talking about? What is, we stayed for this? <laughs> yeah, I thought I was I was really mad. So, so we've already cleared up. It didn't need to be R-rated. It would have benefited from a little bit of Joker, maybe. Uh, I think it benefits from making the Birds of Prey actual characters that you care about. That also should have probably been done a little bit more, but then don't... Or just call it Harley and have him show or, up at the or, end. Yeah, or just make it a Harley Quinn. Then it, wouldn't, then it wouldn't have been a problem. Let's go back to the box office discussion. Why do you guys think... This underperformed. I think there's several things happening at once. My my first thought was, wow, Suicide Squad really fucked this movie over. But I think a lot of people thought it was a sequel to Suicide Squad. Number two, the other two second the second thought I had was maybe Harley Quinn isn't as popular as we think. Or Warner Brothers seems to think. Where's Warner Brothers seems to think? But I think if they how could they not title this movie Harley Quinn from the beginning and not yeah, know? I think- I think the fantabulous emancipation. What the fuck? Nobody likes long titles. Like such a silly movie that mm. it, and 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 dumb. That, yeah. That's a dumb title. You know, it's a comic book movie, but it's not really connecting with the comp people who read the Birds of Prey comic book. So that's and it's not. It doesn't deliver fail. on the title. It's not the Birds yes. of Prey movie. All they they would have made. A, I think they could have hit fifty million had they just called it fucking Harley Quinn. It's that simple. I don't understand. Who thought this was a fucking good idea? The marketing is also, I think, not great at telling you what you were going to get into or selling the movie because I don't think they knew who was the target audience for this movie. Clearly, their target audience, they thought, did not show up. Yeah, I I, I was quite surprised. I mean, we all predicted a much bigger take in the box office. I thought so, she was popular. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily have the the answer. I, I'm, I'm equally surprised. Yeah, it's crazy. I would say that the movie isn't is okay. Yeah, um, we've seen okay movies do very well, and we've seen movies like this not do well. So, so I think if this movie has legs and has good word of mouth, it won't. You don't think it can make if it makes like two hundred million nope. domestic or three hundred? No. Two hundred think- million? Are you kidding me? What, um, With a three hundred thirty million, there's no way this one, movie has one, legs. One fifty? No. We, we've also we've we've literally just talked about how the movie is just an okay movie. I don't think it's going to have legs. You don't think word of mouth is going to tell people well, are going to be like, go see this? It's actually fun. I think that um, how many people, people have you told to say go see this? Sorry, I, sorry, I think bro. that no. you had a friend that thought it was amazing. Right? This is yeah. true. Yeah. So I think that there's going to be a percentage of the population. You know, we have our Wesley Cranford. You know. Yeah. That, uh, that like, like, they just like to go to the movies. I have oh, his, shit. I have his comments later. But you're exactly right. But if they Who can just somehow get, have fun and they don't give a shit, if like they can make do, like, like overall worldwide like 240 million dollars total, 240. Like you'll be all right. They made their money back in a little I, bit. I just don't think it'll have legs here. I don't. I don't think. I don't see this like, being okay, the hype let's, movie. Let's do uh, predictions for how high is it going to go here or all around? How the high world? is the global take? Let me take a look at the box office real quick. Like, I think it could get to 280 maybe globally. So right now it's, it's at 33 80s. here and yeah, what's it? 46. It's not opening in China. You know they're not going to. They didn't let Deadpool in China. They're not letting this fucking movie in China. Worldwide it's at 85. So, yeah, I mean, shit. I think 160. Well, oh, shit, total. Yeah. That's only double the fucking budget, which is them breaking even. So. Right. So here's the next question. Margot Robbie and Harley Quinn will be in James Gunn's Suicide Squad. I had no idea. With Captain Boomerang, Idris Elba. Is this now, do you think Warner Brothers is like, 
oh, I don't know about this Suicide Squad sequel. This is going to take two mm-hmm. if, if Birds of Prey Maybe. went this way. She might be better off as it. Go ahead. With James Gunn. I, if I was the guy, <laughs> this is going to sound so bad, but I'm like, it, if uh, I'm the guy, if I'm James Gunn, yeah. I'm going Harley. We're going to change her outfit for the next two. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Well, there's and, been uh, there's been set photos. She's wearing like red and black, like from the the cartoon and the ho- original Harley Quinn outfit. My my thought is she might be better off as a side character. Yeah, with all these other so people, she might be like a Hulk, where they just, that's that's where they're she's better ensemble utilized. Only, but if yeah. they get look, so all their DCs, we'll get into the ranking. But DC's ensemble team movies have uh, they're not their strongest movies, and they're making another one. So if they couldn't get people in the seats for a Harley Quinn movie, how are they going to get people in the seats for this? weird reboot of the suicide squad which is also confusing because it's just called the suicide squad uh not knowing it's a sequel walking into this for a lot of people that's gonna be interesting <laughs> i don't know if that movie does well yeah i don't know i don't know it's all gonna be depending on the trailer i mean it's james gunn yeah that has something that means yeah. something to some people yeah so uh, a couple of the easter eggs i did enjoy were uh ace chemicals you got to see ace chemicals again you see saw, saw it in Suicide Squad and Batman, and that's where Joker was made, and that's where Harley was made. Uh, the roller derby in the beginning, I thought was kind of funny because she was just fucking punching those broads out. That's was, from some. That's, that's from, from some, the comic book. Yeah, uh, straight from the comic book. They they mentioned Dinah's mother, who used to work with the cops, also as a black canary. So that's kind of like the comics where the Lance well, family is. The canary has multiple origins. Yeah. Um, it, earlier in the in the. In like the golden age or the silver age, there was some weird ass shit. Yeah, and then post crisis, they had this this weird. Um, they changed it. Yeah. So and now the new fifty two basically, she it's the closest to what we're talking about with the rock band. She was in a rock band in the new fifty two version. Black Canary is in a rock and band. She's uh, was in the military or something. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, we saw the canary cry like just once. I wish she could have used it more. Um, yeah, she's she's got a she's a meta human. Har- Harley, oh yeah, that's right. She's a meta like an arrow. Uh, Harley's backstory in the beginning, the animated opening, which is kind of fun. That's straight from the animated series. Uh, that flyer where she walks by and she goes, "I know that guy." That's fucking boomerang. Yeah, on the flyer. So he broke out also, and he's gonna be in the next movie. Uh, I thought it was funny. She mentioned she voted for Bernie Sanders, and that's why Black Mask doesn't like her. Huh. Uh, that was and then Zaz's scars are the same. Amusement Mile is a location. In Gotham, in the comic books, uh, which let's look, let's rate it, let's rank it. Wait, that, it. we forgot Bruce the hyena that oh, they didn't Bruce, do anything with. Yes, why? If you, you should look, have two hyenas, dude. John Wick three <laughs> had an amazing German Shepherd attack I scene. Know. They did not. Why didn't they use Bruce in, in the oh in the cartoon? God, she has amazing. two called Bud and Lou, named after Abbott and Costello. And this one, she's like, I named it Bruce after that Wayne fella, uh, and it was a real dog that they made look like a hyena, apparently. Hmm. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a waste. A big, big, yeah, why didn't she use fucking the high Bruce in the attack? She had a bigger role than Hyena. He thought he was dead, and then he just shows up at the end. Like, the fuck? You know what was funny in this movie? That guy with the tattoo on his face. Oh, that came after her with the, the crossbow? <laughs> yeah. He's like, you did this to me. It's just like, nice tattoo. And then they have the, other, the ob- obligatory roofie guy. Oh, yeah. Who tries to, like, take advantage of her. That was and like then, the John Wick part where like she's just everyone's coming for her and she can't fucking get away. Um, but uh, whatever. All right. Look, yeah. let's rate it. Anthony, give me a number out of 10. And where does it fall? We're looking at eight movies in this DCEU extended universe now. 
Um, so I would give it a solid 5.9. Okay. <laughs> Damn. Uh, almost a six. Yeah. Um, so it's okay. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what I've ranked the other movies, but so I'm, this is just off the top of my head. I would say Wonder Woman, um, Shazam. What other movies? Oh, I didn't put there? Joker in here. Joker. Oh, Joker. Yeah, those are all better movies. So I have it in the same kind of tier as like Aquaman, maybe. I think it's a little better than Aquaman. So I'll, okay. I'll, I think Aquaman's actually kind of a mess. And then, yeah. Yeah. then you got Man of Steel and then the other bullshit. Yeah, no, that's that's well, a solid. I mean, it's it's fine. It's right in the middle, like, maybe a little up there, but yeah, not a not a strong slate of movies that's going up against. Yeah, rugs. Give me a, a number and a ranking. I mean, oh Jesus Christ! I mean, it had promise. This movie has promise. It could have been something really great. Yeah, and um, I do see the potential uh, of this. Character what do you think of Kathy Ann's directing uh, kind of first time with uh, all this action? I, I mean, thought uh, she did a good job. She was taking, she seemed like she was doing an impression of Guy Ritchie. A That's little bit, I, yes. And then we have a comment about that later. Yes. Yeah. It was like uh, Logs Talks. But it could have been more more like that, you know? Yeah, it wasn't enough. But yeah. like, it, was, it was like Deadpool. It was like a lot of other things that we've seen. That's why I wish they would have cut their own path. And the story um, itself of like a pickpocket that it's not the most original fucking no. storyline. But um, so all that said, I did enjoy it. I wasn't like fucking like, oh, what a fucking ripoff like this movie. Like, yeah. this is such bullshit. Like when I came out of Suicide Squad. Yeah. After that fucking that was I was like flabbergasted how bad that movie. Yeah. Floppy <laughs> jock. So it <laughs> like wasn't as bad. So yes. I'm going to say uh, give it a six. Better than average. Okay. Five being average. Yeah. So it's better than average. It has promise. Uh, you know, I I could see people easily liking this movie if they're not really looking to, to look for problems. You're just there to like unplug and yeah. whatever. You might, yeah. you might really like it. Absolutely. So. I thought it was. I did have fun. It was an entertaining movie. Fun to watch. I wasn't mad at the movie at all. Yeah. And if you just turn your brain off and you want a good time. At the theater, they 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 this movie delivers. I'm feeling like a seven. I'm gonna give it a seven. Uh, as far oh rugs, where would you rank this out of uh, all the movies? Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> oh come on! Okay, I'll go first. I'm with Anthony. Top tier being like Joker, Wonder Woman, then uh, Shazam, and I also agree it's a little bit better than Aquaman. So then I would put this movie, then Aquaman, and then. Fucking Man of Steel and like Suicide Squad, BVS at the bottom, and Justice League at the fucking bottom. That's the bottom tier. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. not their best, but not their worst. Like solidly in the middle. Yeah. What do you think? Same? Where would you put it? I don't know. I have like I have like love hate relationships with Man of Steel. Yeah. And Batman versus Superman. Yeah. I'm like and I don't know. Suicide Squad is definitely the worst. Yeah, I think so. Um and then Justice League's the second worst. Then Batman vs. Man of Steel. Okay. Then you have Birds of Prey. And then Aquaman after Birds of Prey. Yeah. Like Aquaman's just visually more of a, a like directing-wise, it's just visually more of a uh, like a feast. And it's Yeah, but it's, it's almost too cohesive. much. There's too many things. They fucking did everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I remember that movie. You do. 
Yeah. I do. I yeah. remember it. I remember it's stupid it. Stupid as it is. It's a stupid movie. So even though I put it above Aquaman, I feel like I will remember Aquaman more than some of the things I saw That's here. True. I really should have like enjoyed this more with the the John Wick Deadpool kind of thing they were going for. But they just Aquaman didn't go, certainly is a more memorable film. They didn't go far enough. They didn't push it far enough. Yeah. Watch the cartoon. That's how you push it far. That's how you yeah. Watch go the cartoon. over the fucking line is what the cartoon does. Um, so the Suicide Squad 2 movie also will be rated R and also won't have a Batman or Joker. So, again, I don't know. James Gunn's got to be the only thing that's going to get people in this movie. There's no Will Smith. I mean, I think Will Smith, that's why that first movie, the first Suicide Squad movie made a lot of money. Yeah. It almost made $800 million. It made like $750 million. Well, you had Will Smith in Will there, Smith. and he, he could help yeah. bring an audience in. Now you're leaning on Margot Robbie but and James But nobody knew how shitty DC was at <laughs> yes. this point. It was like their second, third movie out. All right, good stuff. Check out the movie uh, if you want. Do what you want. It's a free world. <laughs> Let's get into the news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. All fart work brought to you by Rug Boys Slack Hall. Oh shit! I ventilated. Yes, you did. Uh, this is the part of the show where I read the listeners' comments from our Jock and Nerd Facebook group called Jock and Nerd Nation. Humphrey Ching, Anthony, who's the first uh, guest on the spinoff show. Yeah. He has some thoughts. He said, okay, and this was in our spoiler thread. So this is why you should join Facebook group. I like to put up spoiler threads for things you can geek out safely. He said, saw the movie last night, and I got to say it was a fun movie. It was actually pretty good. But if you're a hardcore DC fan, then yeah, you will be upset because it's the first movie out of the DCU that makes the characters look nothing like what they're supposed to. But with some quote unquote character, they stay uh, what's true to the character. Honestly, it was like watching DC's version of Deadpool, but in a Guy Ritchie or true romance kind of world. I, I like that comment. A true romance is a much better movie than this. We could have done more yeah. true romance. Uh, he continues, the film is really enjoyable, doesn't force any kind of agenda. If anything, I wish it stayed more true to the character's representation because it really doesn't feel like it's in the same universe with other DCEU movies. If they would I have agree. if they would have given Black Canary and Huntress a more accurate representation of the comic costumes at the end of the movie, it would fit in more. But they went from the Smallville route. Go watch it. It's still a good movie. Anthony, uh, do you got do you feel like this fits in with this is this the same universe? Does it feel does it need to feel like the same universe? I think they're trying to just make these films their own little thing, so I don't think they really care right now they didn't. about making yeah. it feel like the same universe. So, that's yeah. my thought. Mm. Yeah, it gets all kind of disjointed then moving forward, but it could work. Irvin De La Cruz said, watched it. I liked it more than I thought I would. Places it in the top DCEU movies for sure. I've been saying this for a while that DC is inching forward. Each movie they make is a little bit better than the last one. They just about have the formula down. I thought they did a good job on her character, making the movie goofy yet violent, which basically represents Harley herself. That part's true. I don't think this movie was better than the last one. I think this maybe was a, a, a parallel side move. Maybe not necessarily. Yeah, I don't. I think it's uh, in some ways a step in the right direction. Yes, like by broadening the scope of of who who could be a hero, who can be a, a star of a movie, but at the same time, 
Um, yeah, they didn't really bring anything new and exciting. They kind of aped another couple of other movies. And I mean, like, think about Shazam. That movie has so much heart. Yeah. Uh, it's fun to think about. It's fun to watch again. Uh, this one just like it needed a little bit of something of that. You think that they're doing? They just walk in and going, "We're going to do big, but we're going to do Shazam." Yes. And we're going to do uh, sold snatch. Yes. But we're going to do, do Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Yes. This may be what they're doing. Find movies yeah. people like, and then just put DC characters in there. Yeah. Uh, Rugs, you mentioned our uh, Yank from Down Under, Benjamin Wesley Cranford. He said, so I went in with no expectations, and I'm sure I can pick it to pieces, and I don't disagree with a lot said on this thread, but honestly, I wanted a fun superhero action romp, and that's exactly what I got. The characters are fun. Love Ewan McGregor as Black Mask. He played it right out of the cartoons. I wish they didn't kill him, though. I could Did he, though, play it out of the cartoons? I mean, uh, no. that Black Mask in the cartoon, no, I feel, is a, is a little more villainous. I object. But the movie definitely has a cartoon feel. Man. So it does. Some of the cartoon comes to life. He says, I wish they didn't kill him. I could not stop smiling during the Funhouse fight scene. That was awesome. So many great bits. The action was superb. The first DC movie in a long time that I was thoroughly engrossed in. I really liked it. It, it is this pulp and it did not disappoint. But hey, I'm a bit like Imran. I like or am easy on most things. Thank, <laughs> thank God you guys do all the thinking so I can watch as a mindless automaton. Wes, Thanks. I want you to go back and watch the funhouse scene and just look at the guys that they're fighting. Yeah, so here's... They're sitting there waiting to get hit. Yes, uh, this is my... <laughs> this is my one nitpicky... That's not good fight action. No. The funhouse scene reminded me a little bit of a Joel Schumacher Batman movie. Mm, maybe, That's, yeah. I, I was getting that feel. It was clever, like the flapping hands and the way they... But, but like, I don't know. It was a li- I feel like that what happens is... And this is brilliant on their part. They have these really three great little fight sequences yeah. in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. So you're kind of riding the high of that. So yeah. when the next fight, the fight sequences, you think that they, they're still as good. Yeah. You don't really see that there's a disconnect. That, uh, between that those. is interesting, Ruggs. I, uh, I think you may be right because the last yeah. one does kind of is a little disappointing compared to the first couple. Yeah. But you're right. You're just like, oh, this is good like that one. But I was like, mm, I don't know. This is a little bit goofy. It's a little Schumachery. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. Um, thanks uh, to the nation for leaving their spoiler thoughts. You guys, uh, to finish the show, I just wanted to know if you guys have been watching anything uh, you want to I've been meaning to watch suggest. Lock and Key, but I have not watched Lock it yet. Lock and Key is out on Netflix. It's hmm. 10 episodes based on a comic book that ran like in the mid-2000s. Great. This one, great comic. This yeah. it's a yes. Have you read it? Yeah, I read the first. Like, there's so many uh, volumes. There's like six, yeah, like six trades with like six I I, issues. I think I read like two, two of them. And this is a book that people always recommend when they're like, "What should I read?" Everyone always says Lock and Key. Well, it's Joe Hill, and that is uh, Stephen, Stephen King's, King's son. Son. And, and basically, it's about these doors that. Um, Lead to some fucking crazy shit. Illustrated by Gabriel Rodriguez. This show has been trying to get made since like 2010. Oh, right. It's been in development hell. This one is developed by Carlton Cuse, who is buddies with Damon Lindelof. They're the guys who brought us Lost. So where Lindelof does his thing about setting up questions and not answering them, Cuse doesn't really do that. And he's really good with character and storytelling. I binged the whole thing like the first weekend it came out. It's it's fun. The uh, it's it's a little bit like Sandman, a little bit like Chronicles of Narnia. 
The keys are really fun. The different keys, what they do, the design of the keys. Uh, and it's basically about this, this lock family that inherits this house that has these fucking magical keys. And of course, other people want the keys. Doors. There's doors. There's a history with the dad who's died that they discover and they set it up perfectly for a second season. Uh, good mm. show. I would, I, I would recommend it. It's, uh, reminded me a little bit of like Stranger Things, a little bit of Umbrella Academy, a little bit of Sandmany kind of fantasy magical stuff. I think they toned down a lot of the crazy shit from the book is what I'm reading. Yeah. Rose. Books, books kind of crazy. Uh, I'll say that uh, Narcos Mexico season, season two yes, comes out. Yes, yes. It'll already been out, so that's probably what I'll be watching. I was trying to get. I'm gonna watch some of these Oscar films, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was trying to get into the uh, Netflix documentary on Ted Bundy, The Lost Tapes. Oh, and about sounds, halfway through, yeah. I just couldn't watch anymore. Good. There's also a new Netflix it wasn't, series. I didn't feel like it was ain't good. That caught my eye called Who Killed Malcolm X, and it's Ooh, like the I investigation. Scrolling I'm through. Definitely gonna check that out. I love Malcolm X. I read his book. I was in high school. I would wear like an X hat. I was all militant. So it was hilarious. For what it's worth, when uh, in grade school, probably like I was maybe in fifth or sixth grade, maybe yeah. even fourth grade. Yeah, we all had to write a paper about some sort of historical figure, like yeah. a three-page paper. I wrote mine about Malcolm X. Holy shit! Oh, shit. You, you picked Malcolm X. I picked Malcolm X. Right. My, That's right. My teacher was like very impressed. Yeah, was like what? You picked Malcolm X. Uh, don't forget, I was going to a Catholic school. Yeah, like That's what? Right. What made you pick him? I was just like everyone thinks about Martin Luther King. What about yeah. Malcolm X? We gotta. We need Magneto. We're talking about we need Magneto, Pro- Professor X. We gotta talk about Magneto. Listen, whatever <laughs> you think about his politics, what he did, this man's fucking story is so fascinating. I've always been fascinated with Malcolm X. Denzel, Denzel <laughs> should have won the fucking Oscar for playing Malcolm, and they snubbed him, and they gave it to him later. Uh, but I know he was amazing. He channeled fucking Malcolm X in that movie. He was so fucking good. That's like one of my favorite. Yeah, Spike I want to see movies. that again. One of my favorite Spike Lee movies. Also, Three Hours, like The Irishman. Nobody yeah, had a, nobody had a problem. I saw that in the theater. I sat through that. I shit. saw it in the theater, and then I remember I bought the VHS tape, and it came on two tapes. Remember that? Remember when it would come on two tapes. Yeah, and you're like shit. I gotta me. pop the next one out. I gotta rewind these before I return it. Don't forget to remember you had to rewind shit. Kids don't even know what I'm talking about. Anymore. Why would you have to rewind it? It was a tape. Um, also, there's an amazing documentary started on HBO. It's called McMillions. Two episodes are out, produced by Mark Wahlberg. Did you guys know that between 19, what did they say, 1990 and 2001, the McDonald's Monopoly game? Remember that game? Yeah. N- nobody won any of the high level prizes. Oh, shit. Because there was shenanigans and the mob may have been involved. I believe it. It's fucking what a crazy story. The FBI gets this case and it's all about how they figured out who was gaming the fucking Monopoly game. Because you could never get Boardwalk or Park Place. It was never around. <laughs> they fucking stole it before it belongs it, to the mob. They stole it before it got out. It is a crazy story. Um, I'm enjoying that. So check that out. HBO. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Got nothing to recommend, really. Nothing. No. Mm. Watching anything? Nothing. I mean, I I watch a lot of things, but nothing that I can. I mean, I've talked about everything I watched. Yeah, everything Rugs talks about, he's recommended. Yeah, it's Rugboy approved. Rugboy approved. Like what? I the Dragon Prince. I talked about that. Yep, yep, yep. Talked about Ultraman on Netflix. So I mean, I'm pretty much covered. Uh, We're up to 112 Apple Podcast ratings, guys. Shit. Uh, listener, if you have an iOS device, and this is like a your laptop, your iPad, your iPhone, 
whatever, and you're in the U.S., light it up. Go to Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating. We're trying to get to 200 so we can be official rot- Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Post it on your Facebook reviewers. feed, on your Insta feed, on your Snapchats. On your Tinders, your you Grinders, your Bumbles. Yeah, put it on Grinder. Yeah, why not? <laughs> we like everyone. And we will I'll be- blow you <laughs> if you uh, give us a review on Apple Podcasts. I'm like a candle. I go out if you blow me. <laughs> I stole that from Eminem. Sorry. Uh, that's what he says? That's it. He says it on the new album. Check out the new Eminem album. It's fantastic. Yeah. I'm still listening to it. He's fucking great. I prefer Reese's Pieces. Those are also good. It's the best Halloween candy. Uh, Anthony, what's your favorite candy? You're not a candy guy. I would go uh, Sweet Tarts. Oh, that's kind of boring. Well, is it? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? How is it boring? Sweet Tarts. Do you, even know, do you even know what it no. tastes like? I know they're sweet and they're tart. No, they're not. They're t- They're more they're like, sour. They're like Pez sours. Oh, they're like sour. Okay. Yeah. As long as you didn't say fucking Three Musketeers, because that's no. bullshit candy. Anthony doesn't like chocolate. I don't like I chocolate. I know that. I know. That's like some mutant it's, shit. That's I like, weird. I like sweet tarts. I like uh, uh, what Twizzlers. No, I don't like Twizzlers. Um, Swedish Fish. No, no. What's the ones that come in the wrappers? Those little square ones. Now and later. No, no. The colored Starburst. 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 I like those. Nerds. Skittles. Nerds. Skittles. Uh, oh, the Skittles sour ropes. He just likes straight up sugar. Yeah. <laughs> Gum yeah. tape. You ever mind the, like, tape? the tape? I yeah. want to have absolutely no nutritional value <laughs> yeah, no. for what I'm putting in absolutely my body. Not. At least Snickers get some nuts. And and, and <laughs> chocolate and some in if it's good chocolate it can be good for you. Anthony likes melted plastic covered in sugar. That's right. all that is. Absolutely. That's all that is. That, that's right. how you're supposed to live. <laughs> Rugs, where can the listener find you? You can find me on Twitter. And really, rug boy. Follow him, people. Uh, check out the show notes for this episode, jogginner.com slash 314 for all the stupid shit we talked about, how to get in touch, how to support the show, how to subscribe, and tell a friend, spread the show, spread the geekery. Uh, we would appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. And he's the nerd. We'll catch you next time. La, la, la. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's really good. Let me tell you about Tony, all right? Tony ruins lives. Here comes the Harley Quinn. I love this movie. Harley Quinn does whatever I want.